Hey guys, this is Mark Wahlberg, and I just wanted to take a second to talk to you about We Watched a Movie. They got a really good Patreon going on over there. They'll do videos for you based on any of their characters. They'll do commentaries for you. They'll do movie reviews for you. They got behind-the-scenes videos. You got 20% off of all their merch. They'll even make you your own video store card like Blockbuster back in the day. They got commentaries just sitting there waiting to be fucked by your movie ears. I'll put the link below. We gotta outrun the wind. Hello, listener. You like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Hey guys, we are live. Welcome back to We Watched Movie. I am Mike. Thank you all so much for spending a bit of Friday night with us on the show here today. I'm already seeing some people in the chat. What's up? Jason, Rock Pit, P. Rich, Jonathan, Mad, Rock Pit, Knowledge, D. Land, Jonathan Brunder, Berto, Justin Martin, Todd Thibodeau, Jason Dyer, Music Man, Princess Kachik, X Shin Six, Devin Pierce. What's got? What's up, guys? I hope you guys had an amazing Friday, and I hope that you're off work tomorrow, as so many people are. And there's also a lot of people, as I used to know from working 12-hour weekend shifts for the longest time, that aren't. So I feel for you as well. Uh, but I hope you guys all have an amazing Friday and thank you all for showing up. Seriously, really, really appreciate everybody taking time to be here tonight and talk about some fucking movie news. See, I almost did it. I almost demonetized this right from the get, man. Uh, it's lovely to see all you guys in here. Really appreciate it once again. Uh, as you guys know, uh, Miss Voorhees says, how's Jay doing? Um, Jay's still don't have Jay back on the channel, uh, letting him, you know, grieve and go through his process and we'll miss him dearly and we'll especially miss him during these live streams and it you know as you all know it won't be the same without him but uh when he comes back it's going to be fucking awesome and that's worth getting demonetized for um but as far as how's jay's doing you know <clears throat> that whole thing it's 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 a personal process so I, so i won't i won't speak for jay uh but just know that he's okay and he's really really thankful for all your well wishes and all the nice things people have said and for all of you guys continuing to hang out with us and deal with my ass uh, through this period uh, where he can't be with us. And I know that he can't wait to get back when he's ready. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to have him back either. And I know sure as fuck that you all can't. But uh, as far as that goes, like I won't talk about it or go into depth about it because, like I said, it's a personal thing. I'll let Jay talk about that himself. Uh, I feel like that's the right thing to do. But thank you all. Uh, seriously, from me and him, for all your well wishes and all the nice things that you guys have said. It's super appreciated, and it's nice to see all you guys in here having his back and having my back while we keep this fucking thing going. It's beautiful. And uh, I love you all, and I love Jay, and uh, he'll be missed. But we're going we're gonna to keep this fucking thing going for him because that's what he would do for us. So, And that's what he wanted. So, uh, Rock Pit Knowledge, thanks, man. First Super Chat of the night. What is up, Mike? I'm in the Rock Pit will be 14 hours when I leave here. I'm in the Rock Pit will be 14 hours. When I, I guess that's, that's where you work. That's, unless I'm totally just missing the whole thing there. Uh, that's a long fucking shift, especially in a place called the goddamn Rock Pit. That doesn't sound like you're doing customer service. That's, that sounds like you're like 
Well, you're lifting fucking rocks, bro. <laughs> so uh, get that money, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the super chat. Thank you very, very much. Um, dudes and dudettes, I wanted to say Major League butt kicking is back in town, but that's not the case. The case is, is that we have a fuck ton of, of movie news to talk about. That that's been happening going on in the world. Got some Friday thirteenth. We're going to talk about. Got some Halloween kills. Just a little bit. Mostly, you know, just bullshit, crazy stuff going on with it. Uh, Black Widow, the whole Scarlett Johansson thing. We're going to cover that. Going to cover. Whew, holy shit! There's just so much. Um, there's new Batman images from the Flash. There's all sorts of cool shit we're going to talk about. It. And I, for one, can't wait. It's super psyched. I'm super psyched to hang out with you guys tonight. It's going to be a fun one. We're going to have fun, God damn it, because that's what we do on Friday nights. You son of a bitch. It's just skin, Stephen. Jason Dyer, thanks, buddy. He says, we all love him, Miss J. Mike, thank you so much for all you do. Great job, brother. Wham family for life. Goddamn right, buddy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. William Whaley, my love to Jay. And you and yours, my friend, apologies. I couldn't contribute more. Do not apologize. You do not have to contribute anything, man. I'm just I'm really happy to have you guys here. It's really cool. I'm so glad uh, 186 people here already. That touches my heart. I'm really, really glad to see you guys in here. Mr. Fleck, thanks, buddy. Says, what happened to Jay, man? All respect and love. Uh, Jay posted. I'll let him tell you. Uh, it's on all of our social. Uh, we posted it in a YouTube post. I'll let him say that in his own words. Jonathan, man, thanks, buddy. Just want to say everything happens for a reason. Everything will be okay. Grow through what you go through. Let's beat this evil together. COVID. Yeah, that's another ugly bitch raising its head again, isn't it? Let's not talk about that. Let's have a good time on Friday because fucking... Goddamn Delta Airlines, man. Never flying it again. I swear to God. Honestly, I was thinking about that, though. I was watching the Braves game, and they have behind it, they have a big Delta ad. And I was watching it the other day going, oh, fuck. How pissed do you think that Delta is that they named that goddamn son of a bitch after their company? Like, I mean, the worst press you could possibly fucking imagine is to beat Delta Airlines right now. Holy tits. That's just bad luck. That's just real bad fucking luck. JG Grogan, thanks, buddy. My sincere condolences go out to Jay. Mike, you're a beast for carrying on the channel during this hiatus. Uh, appreciate that, JT. Uh, Jay and all his help with everything that we've done here and the community that we have built together uh, makes it a lot easier than you would think. And you guys do too. So thanks, man. Let's get into some goddamn movie news, guys. Let's talk about some fun fucking wild shit. I don't know if it's fun. It's actually kind of weird, some of the shit that's been going on out there. So this story came from a couple days ago, okay? It came from a few days ago, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. And let me pull it up here for you. That is the wrong thing. This is the right thing. Have you guys heard about the fact that Corey Feldman has claimed Friday the 13th, the dispute is resolved. It's all coming back. He was told at a party, Corey Feldman, you know, the original Tommy Jarvis, was told at a party by somebody that the dispute's over. We're, we're fucking back, baby. Friday the 13th is back, and Jason is coming to hack some titties. That's happening, but it's actually not. Uh, I got this article pulled up from Bloody Disgusting here. He actually was talking to Movie Web, but Bloody Disgusting does a great job with all their shit, and they've got it all piled in here in one article. Um, so I'm using that. But starting it off, he says, this is Corey Feldman talking. He says, let's just hope they don't make it like they did in the land. We'll get to what he actually said about it coming back, but this stuff has to be said because it's just kind of shitty in my opinion. Corey Feldman says, let's just hope they don't make it like they did the last one because that was terrible. 
Where they messed up is they had been meeting with me about doing Tommy versus Jason, Tommy Jarvis, like H2O style. That was the plan. They didn't go that route, and they went and did this awful atrocity of a reboot instead, and look what you got. Not to talk badly about Platinum Dunes, but I had met with them prior to making that movie, and they had promised me that they were going to use me and bring Tommy Jarvis back in the version that they had originally planned to make, and then that all got scratched for that ridiculous whatever it is, Feldman alleges. Now, we'll go back to this before it's said and done. We'll go back to everything he just said. Uh, but, you know, I like Corey Feldman. I do. He had some great roles. He did some cool stuff. And since he's done a lot of entertaining, wild, wacky things. And, you know, there's a lot of allegations he's made about other stuff that, you know, that's just a, that's a whole dark thing. And I, and I feel for the guy in a lot of areas. But, I mean, one of the things you don't do if you're wanting to be a part of Friday the 13th again and you're saying, oh, everybody wants Tommy to come back, right? We all want Tommy to come back. I want back in the franchise. One of the worst things you could possibly do, as we've learned from some people in the Halloween franchise who are pissed that they didn't get put in Halloween um, 2018, and I'm not talking about Daniel Harris. She has every right to be pissed about anything because they screwed her with H6. I just want to make that clear. Not talking about her. But <laughs> one of the worst things you can do, you're going to go and shit on not only a Friday the 13th movie, but in my opinion, in Jay's opinion, one of the best Friday the 13th movies out there. Top five, I feel like, at least for most people. I mean, so now there are those people who really just fucking hate the reboot, and I understand that, and that's fine. But they did some great things in that movie. That opening was sick as fuck. It was mean. It came out. It killed everybody in the first act. You thought this was going to be about these shitty campers. No says I. Slaughtered them all in the most heinous of ways. And yeah, I didn't like the whole Jared Padalecki trying to sleep with the asshole's girlfriend love story thing they had going on. But Friday the 13th, the reboot, Derek Mears did a fucking killer job. And that's another thing you're doing when you're shitting on these movies. You're an actor trying to get back into a franchise, right? And your plan is to shit on other actors who were in the franchise and other producers and directors and just call the movie a piece of shit or whatever. I mean, nah, I'm not. I think that's shit. I think that's that's totally ass backwards like he bent he tried to walk in the door and did it with his butt cheek spread fucking hopping backwards doing the randall into the building that's not how you do things that's you're wrong from the get with that bullshit i don't like it Corey fucking feldman i don't like it but moving on to what he said and we'll touch back on that in a second he also said if they were going to do things the right way and they were listening to what the fans really want. And they had their ear to the ground and the pulse of what's really going on in pop culture society. What they should do is revamp the idea of bringing Tommy back 40 years later to go up against his nemesis. The same way they did with Jamie Lee Curtis in the Halloween reboot. Now, of course, this is the third time, by the way, he's mentioned H2O. Just want to point that out. Now, of course, they've taken that idea and redone it that five different ways. Well, all we're asking is for is one, one Tommy versus Jason sequel. That's all we're asking for. Um, I think that we, we got that with Never Hike Alone. I, it's just me. <laughs> it's just me, Corey. But I feel like we sort of got that with Never Hike Alone. At least the start of it and more to come, uh, uh, according to Womp Stomp Films, with their awesome fan series that they do for Friday the 13th. So that's another thing. But apart from that, I think most of us kind of look at like... I mean, I know Tommy Jarvis. He was a fucking kid. Corey Feldman was a kid in those movies. I don't think... I mean, maybe I could be wrong. It, I guess it'd be cool to see Corey Feldman in a new Friday 13th movie. But at the same time, it's like, I'd rather have Thawne Matthews personally. I mean, Corey Feldman just, to me, you put him on screen today and he hasn't acted a whole lot lately. And he even mentioned he may never act again. 
I'm kind of more interested in seeing Tom Matthews. There, I said it right. We've been saying Thom for fucking ever. But I'd be more interested in seeing Tom Matthews. Yeah, sure, Tommy Jarvis versus Jason. I mean, we've gotten a few movies already, but sure, if we're going to do that, give me Tom Matthews, personally. I think it'd be weird, and I think you'd be sitting there just feeling weird the entire time you watch Corey Feldman as he is today acting in that movie. No disrespect, but I just would feel that way. So, we finally get down. Finally, we get down to what he said. He said, interestingly enough, some guy came up to me at a party, this is true, two weeks ago and said he has resolved the rights issues. He's a lawyer and he has resolved the rights issues around Friday the 13th and that things are working out and now they'll be able to start making Friday the 13th movies again. So Corey Feldman says that some dude at a party came up to him and said, hey dude, Probably fucking just hold the fifth of Tito's and just party his ass off. Don't worry. Hey, Corey Feldman, you're the fucking Donatello, man. You're the fucking Tommy Jarvis. Hey, dude, I was I overheard them talking the other day. Fucking, it's on, dude. Fucking Friday the 13th back. No way. That was stupid. But you get the idea. Like, you're first off, you're at a party. Some guy, a lawyer, comes up and tells you it's over. Let's if you want to believe that, that's fine. I'm not calling the guy a liar, but let's look at what another lawyer who's been covering this, uh, Shelly from Friday the 13th Part 3, what did he say about it? I think that says it all, my friends. He says, my take on this story, Larry Zerner, who has done a great job talking about Friday the 13th, walking us through the lawsuit and all that, it's bullshit. So, again, I'm not trying to shit on Corey Feldman, but... That's the first thing right there. It doesn't sound very true to me. And some dude at a party just said it. So, I mean, what are you going to do? And then I think the guys from Womp Stomp also said they've heard nothing of the sort, nothing like it. Uh, but, you know, it'd be awesome. I wish it were true, Corey. Uh, but when it came off your lips after the bullshit you said about Friday the 13th, the reboot, I just was less apt to believe it. That's all I'm saying. And again, I'm not trying to be mean, but let us look at what other things Corey Feldman's doing. I'm going to read you a tweet from Corey Feldman. If you wonder how serious to take this, this is, this is his tweet about it. And I'll try to make it big here for you. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to read this as Corey Feldman. Check this out, Feld fam. After one single interview with MovieWeb, my summer love 5.0 birthday announcements, I was asked a series of questions, past work, possible reboots. My answer's been seamlessly the road, man, full swing. What do you want? He always tweets in all caps, and it just gets on my nerves. But that's, just, that's, that's literally how I read that shit. But, I mean, come on. That's not exactly the professional source that you're looking for Friday the 13th news. And there's a bunch of people running this article and believing it, and I just personally will be shocked as shit. And I, it's one thing I'd be happy as fuck to be wrong about. But I think we could put that stupid baby to bed right now. I don't think that it's almost over with at all. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there's one more tweet from him. One more before we're done with this story. And then I want to see what you guys have to say about it. I want to know what real Friday 13th fans think. Do you want to see Tommy vs. Jason? This is just because they kept talking about it. It's an idea we pitched almost a decade ago. But there's a lot of buzz now. So what do you think? If you're going to tweet in all caps, people are going to read it like that in their minds. I just don't. I don't know. Sorry, dude. Can't, can't really go with you on this one. I hope you're right, though. I think we all do. Let's see what you guys have to say about it uh, in the chat uh, Let me see. Get back to where we were here. Um, 
Josh the Whore Guy. Thanks, buddy. Says, Mikey Sexy Stud, thanks for holding things down. Thank you all for holding them down with me. Thank yourselves, buddy. Mr. Fleck, thank you. Says, man, can't afford much, but use this to buy Jay something, anything at all. Uh, by the way, Freddie... Anything at all the BTE Freddy and the Creepers Dreams thoughts? Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, that's very fucking nice, man. Wacky Jackie, that's nice as well. Thank you. Says, hey there, you guys are great. Keep it up. You keep it up, Wacky Jackie. I love your fucking name. I think this is the first time I've seen it on here, but I fucking love it. Anthony Stamp says, I had my problems with the Friday 13th reboot, but I think they did a great job of making Jason scary again. Same. You got Baghead Jason. The ripping and the tearing. You know, just going through and fucking people left and left and left and right. You got the great, really, the reboot was like the old school movies, like the pure on camp 80s movies on like NOS, you know, like built for the 2000s. Like the whole, your tits are so juicy, bro. And you got the super assholes and the great kills. You got Baghead. They wrapped up that origin story with just like a single scene. And it was just so, I mean, I liked it a lot. It wasn't perfect. I mean, halfway through, I was kind of like, oh, okay, this, this died down a little bit, but I still liked the movie a lot. Um, Mary Cerviche, uh, my God. Uh, that, is, that is the sweetest thing ever. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. That is fucking, that is so nice. Um, I'm touched, and I know Jay would be touched too. You did not have to do that. You really didn't. She said, take care, Jay. My condolences. And that super chat is just, it's it's way too much. Thank thank you so much, Mary. I don't know I don't know how to really react to that. To be honest with you, uh, the kindness in your soul and heart is is fucking amazing. Thank you so much um, from both of us. Truly touched. That's that's fucking wild. That's fucking wild. Thank you so much, um, Mary. I hate to, I don't even know how to move on after that. That's so fucking cool, Mary. You're a fucking sweetheart. Sorry for saying fuck so much when I'm trying to give out my feelings, but fuck. <laughs> thank you so much, Mary. Um, thank you. Uh, Orlando Gutierrez, thank you, buddy. Mike, get this $5. Let Jay know we miss him and can't wait for him to turn. You guys rock. No, you'll fucking rock, okay? You'll fucking rock. No, you're fucking right. Thank you so much, William McLeod. We appreciate that, man. You're fucking awesome. Um, Mark Dorman says, hey, Mike, a little something for your grinder subscription. You know, I spend so much on those nasty-ass websites just fapping and eating sandwiches. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> Fab and eating sandwiches. That's what I do. That's what I do in the bathroom when I tell my family to leave me alone. Joshua Ayers, thanks, buddy. Sounds like Corey needs the work. Love you guys. Positive thoughts for Jay. Appreciate that, Josh. And he does. And I don't. I don't fault him for that. I'm sure he wants to be in the movie. Uh, it's just like if you're if you're looking for something, don't start by hitting someone over the head that was that was in front of you. You know what I mean? It's like you're in line for something. Someone else went and they got something, and then you kicked them in the ass. You're like, get out of your fucking bum. By the way, can I please have some? It's hard to take you seriously when you're going to start by shitting on someone's art. You know what I mean? And we all shit on people's art. And if you don't like a movie, you don't like a fucking movie. But in the same breath as saying, they should have fucking done my H2O ripoff, dude. When you haven't really, you know, no offense, but you haven't done anything. It's not like this is fucking Hugh Jackman coming in saying, they should let me fucking play Jason. We'd probably all be like, yeah, Hugh Jackman. Who, by the way, wanted to play Jason when he came to Hollywood. Uh, that's a true story. Thanks, Screen Rant and Crystal Lake Memories. Anthony Bazudo, thanks, buddy. Sending a shot to Jay. Even got the emoji in there. Keep rolling, Mike. Never stop stopping a mud hole in YouTube's ass. Salute. Salute to you, my friend. Thank you. Um, woo. You guys are fucking awesome. Really appreciate you guys. This is fucking cool, man. Uh, uh, part of me, not, not at a disrespect to you guys, but... Just disrespect to my own self-confidence. I thought there might be seven people here, and I wouldn't have blamed you, but you guys are showing up big. 
uh, for Jay and myself, and we really appreciate it. Um, Gary Catlow says, when I think of Tommy, I think of the guy in part six. They even had him in the game. Yeah, and he came back. That's Tom Matthews. He even came back for Never Hike Alone, you know? How fucking rad is that? I think that's who a lot of us think about. And that's no disrespect to Corey Feldman. Four was fucking great. For me, it's either four or six is the greatest Friday. And he was in one of those. And Tom Matthews was in the other. And Tom Matthews was an adult actor. You know what I mean? Corey Feldman was in his big thing as, as you know, I, I don't... Thing is, I think Tom, Tom Matthews is one of the... Uh, one of the many reasons part six was so great. Because he was funny and he just had that perfect that perfect comedy timing for, for a movie that was like half comedic and half just fucking awesome. Uh, whereas, you know, Corey Feldman was a kid and he did his, he did his thing in that movie. That's not no disrespect to kid actors, but he was, and he had some great moments. I mean, he had that fucking smashing moments, smashing pumpkins moments, uh, moment where he came down from the steps holding the machete, you know, and Jason fucking falling down on the machete with his brains going everywhere. It's a great scene. But it was a great movie built around him, and he was a kid actor at the time. I think for him to come out and just be like, everybody wants Tommy versus Jason, and to assume that he's the Tommy and just completely disregard Tom Matthews, it's kind of rude, too. Um, but, you know, I, I not again, I'm not trying to shit on the guy. I'm just telling how it is. You know, I, I wish him the fucking best. I absolutely do. As long as he stops tweeting in all caps, we'll be fine. I have no fucking problems the rest of my life with the guy. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I think of Tom Matthews as well. Trisha, Trish, as Jay would say, Trish the dish. Murray, uh, it's good to see your face, Trish. Uh, says, I miss your fucking faces. I'm working on a new Wham box, and I can't wait for you uh, both to see your goodies. Tons of love to you, Jay, Katie, April, and the girls. Sweet as always, Trish. You're the fucking best. Uh, we love you. It's, it's awesome to see your face, for sure. Um, Jeff Hill says, keep up the great work, Mike. Thanks for all the hard work. Pumping out a lot of videos this week. Just, you know. Just doing what it do, baby. That was a terrible impression. I'm very sorry for that. You don't deserve that. You should. I'll refund your super chat because you did not deserve that awful impression of the. Uh, well, who was that that said that? I'm just gonna make it do what it do, baby. Is that Jamie Foxx and something? I can't fucking remember. Ethan Taylor, thanks, buddy. Passing along some love for my wife and you to Jay. He is such a humble, kind-hearted person. So it hurts me to see him go through this. And Mike, you are my hero, keeping the channel going for him and all of us. We love you. I love you too, Ethan. Uh, really appreciate that, man. And you're absolutely right about Jay. Um, it's the fucking truth, man. He's one of a kind. And uh, I'm sure when he's able to see this, it's, it's really going to touch his heart as, as much as it is, as it is mine. Uh, Mark Doran says, here's just because you said fat pen sandwiches in the same sentence. <laughs> you know how many horror movies have like a dude in a, uh, in like a morgue? And he's like eating and he like sets the sandwich on a dead body. We just now we just need a guy who's like jerking it and eating a sandwich at the same time. There, that probably exists on the dark web or like you said, grinder. Uh, but I appreciate it. Maybe eating a grinder while you watch grinder. I haven't had a grinder in a fucking minute. Those are delicious. I have ADD. Rock Pit Knowledge says for Dr. Loomis. Thank you, my friend. Much appreciated. Much, much appreciated. Jilly, thank you so much. As much love to you and Jay. I know it's hard continuing on without your best friend, but don't forget you're amazing and we love you. We fucking love you too, Jilly. Thank you. Uh, you're always so sweet and we really appreciate you. Austin K. Hill Hearts go out to Jay and his family and Feldman keeps referring to Halloween, but he's no Jamie Lee Curtis. You're no Sharon Stone. <laughs> love to you, fam. Love to you too, Austin. Thanks, man. Colton Chan. Colton Handler, sorry, says, good luck in the Wham Fam Fantasy Football Draft tomorrow night. Thanks for joining. Uh, I forgot about that, so thank you for the reminder, dude. Thank you very much for the reminder. Jay Dia, and hey, even if I can't be there for the draft, because I think I'm going to be working on a lot of Patreon stuff tomorrow night, 
I love taking a team that was drafted for me in fantasy football and fucking working that magic, that GM magic that the Packers definitely don't have and creating something out of it. So if I have to auto-draft, I'm sorry, but I'll, you better fucking watch out what I do with that goddamn auto-draft, buddy. You better watch your taint because I'm coming to surf on it. What? Jay Diaz says, I don't know what happened with Jay. Blessings to him. Either way, you keep doing what you do. Great. I'm smoking a fatty for you, pimp daddies, after a long day. You smoked the shit out of that giggle bush, Jay Diaz. Appreciate it, man. Shannon M., thank you. Says, good day, Mike. You're doing an amazing job, brother. Give my love to Jay. What did you both think of the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer? Love your fucking face. Um, I did a reaction to it, and I liked it personally. Someone brought up a great, I think it was Porn Cone Flicks. I think I'm saying his name wrong in the chat. Brought up a great point about that trailer, though. The only thing that trailer was missing was comedy. And when you look at Ghostbusters, that's one of its greatest assets is comedy. So I, I hope that we're able to do that. And I think what they're trying to do is hold back the original Ghostbusters, obviously without Egon. But uh, you, you saw Ray pick up the phone. Uh, him watching the, you know, um, We're Ready to Believe You trailer on YouTube was probably my favorite part of the trailer. And Ray picking up the phone at the end. But I think maybe they're saving the comedy for the guys to come back in at the end. Like maybe you have this super heartfelt, touching movie where these kids are learning about all this stuff going on. You have the cool stuff with the ghosts. And then maybe in the third act, uh, what's left of the original Ghostbusters kick in and are just fucking full on awesome. That would be fucking sweet. But so far, so good. And it's so refreshing, isn't it? To just sit and talk about a Ghostbusters movie and the old characters coming back and what the joke's going to be like and not to have all this goddamn bullshit fucking political bullshit going on. Isn't that nice that we had in 2016? It's really nice. It's really nice um, for sure. And I haven't actually found out how Jay felt about it. I, I talked to him the day I watched it and he was really excited to watch it, uh, but I haven't found out yet uh, what exactly he thought about it. I'm looking forward to finding out too. The Shape of the Shadows, thanks, buddy. He says, hey, Mike, let Jay know we're thinking about him, and he's in our thoughts, and so are you. And thank you, Mike and Jay, for all you guys have done for us. Love you guys. Uh, for me, Nikki, K, uh, KL, Lily, and Serenity, those are our kids, LOL. I remember from the uh, uh, from the Lubus message that, that he did for you guys. Very much appreciate that, Shape in the Shadows. It's very sweet, you guys, and we love you guys, too. Marcus Myers, GTA Car Sons, thank you. Logan Hennessy says, hey, Mike, I may have shown up late to the orgy, but I remember the sandwiches. LOL, save one for Jay. Uh, best wishes towards you both. Love you guys you know what i don't know what kind of sandwich jay likes and i just realized that as we were having this conversation i'm gonna go with like a turkey and cheese like maybe a turkey bacon and cheese would probably be the thing that's what i'm gonna go with i like weird shit jay likes to keep it you know but that's not necessarily true because he likes to try the weird fast food shit too we got two questions for jay when he comes back number one what do you think about ghostbusters number two what kind of fucking sandwich do you like asshole that's what we need to find out thanks logan appreciate that man Where's the juice? Somebody else in the chat says. <laughs> Jason Dyer, thanks, buddy. He says, I think Aaron Rodgers should play Tommy. Mary rules. Mike, you the man. Time for some Asian tea. Love you and miss you, Jay. Uh, love your faces. Uh, Asian tea toast to you and everybody out there. And, uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is fucking back, baby. He's fucking back. And I'm psyched about that shit. Yeah, definitely a Subway sandwich, Heisenberg. Why didn't I think of that? But which kind? Which kind? Uh, are you going to go with there? But okay. Uh, thank you all so much. Don't know. Mary, again, all of you guys, you're the fucking best. You all are the fucking best community out there. It's fucking insane. Uh, we're lucky dudes. We're lucky to have all you guys. Thank you all so much from both me and Jay. Seriously. So that's the Corey Feldman news. Uh, and it seems like everybody pretty much agrees. You got the, the, the felt heads or whatever they're called. What does he call them? Um, uh, it's right here. Feld fam. 
Failed fam that he calls, and a lot of people on there agreeing with him, you know, obviously on, on his feed. But for the most part, I've seen from the Horn universe, you got a couple people who actually bought it, like, you know, a couple like sites and stuff like that, like, oh shit, dude. I'm like, come on, I don't, you know, it sounds like total bullshit to me, you guys. Come on. Um, but but what do you guys think about that? Uh, let us know. Maybe I'll put up a poll later, too, even though it's a little bit older. I'll put up a poll. Smoke my poll. Okay. Anyways, enough enough about smoking polls. I know you guys have heard about this fucking Black Widow shit that's going on. And it makes me laugh. It does. Uh, if you don't know, we'll go through it really quick. Black Widow lawsuit escalates after Disney responds to distressing claims. So Scarlett Johansson has recently filed a lawsuit against Disney Marvel. Because they put Black Widow on Disney Plus and it, it fucked up her contract. She was supposed to have a, a portion, I guess, of the box office. And when they apparently breached that contract by putting it on Disney Plus, she lost that. So that's why she's suing them. And it says, Thursday, Johansson filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles Superior Court against Disney, alleging that her contract was breached when the studio released Black Widow on its Disney Plus streaming platform. Johansson attests that her arrangement with Disney's Marvel Entertainment would bring Black Widow exclusively to theaters. She also says that the agreement involves her salary for the film being based on its box office performance. Uh, there was no merit. Uh, this is from Disney now. <clears throat> Their response was harsh as fuck. There is no merit whatsoever to this filing, says Disney. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its call-outs and its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Disney has fully complied with Ms. Johansson's contract, and furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top. On top! I tell you, of the 20 million she has received to date, a Disney spokesperson said. Here's the thing about that. Fuck you, Disney. Fuck you right out on the face. Because you are... <laughs> they account, I read today, for over half of the fucking box office. Disney does. With all their shit. They fucking own everything. They're just oozing fucking money out of their assholes. Okay? So a singular entity sues them. And y'all are going to fucking blame her for being callous about COVID? Really? The movie was delayed because of COVID multiple fucking times. When it released, when it released on fucking Disney Plus, the vaccination had been out for some fucking time. Okay? Movies were pretty much, I mean, right in the start of it, but movies were coming back full fucking swing. You're telling me you're Disney and you have a fucking Marvel movie and you couldn't put it, and like you, you couldn't just put it in theaters like everybody else is doing? And then you're going to blame her? Like, Shh, we did this for COVID. We charged, hey, we were thinking about you people stuck at home because of COVID. We were thinking about you. So what we did for you was we let you pay us $7 a month for our service. And then guess what else we'll do for you? We'll only charge you $30 to stream it at home. And we won't give her any of that money because it doesn't count as box office, allegedly. Disney's acting like they fucking put the movie for fucking free and screened it at fucking, you know, put it on TBS for everybody to watch because they didn't want people to get COVID. Fuck you, Disney. That is such a backwards ass thing to do. Suck my butt. That is so fucked for me. And I get what people are saying. The, the argument is, she, dude, she, and they also put her salary out there. They like, they barf that. By the way, she make 20 million. Fucking get her. Bye. You know, that's some bullshit, man. Um, and yeah, sure. If she made 20 million, I don't know if it's just for that film or over several films or what, but they said she's made 20 million, which is a lot of fucking money. I'm not crying for her because she's not going to be able to get her salary. 
I'm not crying for her about the money. I'm just like, it's impressive. It's impressive to see someone. I feel like Morgan Freeman in Seven when Brad Pitt knocks the cameraman out of out of the guy's hand or the camera out of the cameraman's hands. He's like, it's impressive to watch another man feed off his emotion. Uh, I, I'm impressed by her. It takes some gigantic nuts, giant marbles, okay, to fucking take on Disney, who controls half of the box office. Scott Johansson's got nuts, and I love it. Damn the man, save the empire. It's fucking beautiful. I love it. Um, I don't really have a side to take it all that. I'm just like, that's ballsy saying fuck you to a giant company like that. And I got to appreciate that. I really fucking do. Um, but let's see what else they say here. What's going on? Because it's gotten even deeper. Uh, they responded. Her people responded. And they said they have shamelessly and falsely accused Miss Johansson of being insensitive to the global COVID pandemic in an attempt to make her appear to be someone they, they and I know she isn't. Scarlett has been Disney's partner on nine movies, which have earned Disney and its shareholders billions. The company included her salary in their press statement in an attempt to weaponize her success as an artist and businesswoman. And if that were something she should be ashamed of, as if that were something she should be ashamed of. Scarlett is extremely proud of the work that she and all the actors, writers, directors, producers, and the Marvel creative team have been a part of for well over a decade. The suit was filed as a result of Disney's decision to knowingly violate Scarlett's contract. They have very deliberately moved the revenue stream and profits to the Disney Plus side of the company, leaving artistic and financial partners out of their new equation. That's it, pure and simple. Disney's direct attack on her character and all else they imply is beneath the company that many of us in the creative community have worked with successfully for decades. Uh, rumor has it, not rumor, I think this was reported, Kevin Feige is like fucking angry and embarrassed, was the words. I think angered, it was either angered or furious and embarrassed about the whole thing. What do you guys think? Comment, comment, comment in the chat. I want to know what your all's takes on this. Again, I just love watching Scarlett Johansson come out here with her, you know, she's fucking swinging. You know, uh, I love watching it, and I think it's ballsy. And I, I'm gonna root for her. I hope she gets it, because Disney just seems like they seem like you dare. Someone says something bad about Marvel Disney, you bitch. You know, and now they want to ruin her, and they come out playing dirty. And it's like that. I feel like that is beneath them a little bit. I'm shocked to shit they didn't just throw her an extra $30 million or whatever it is she thinks she's owed and walk away. But now also, there's rumors that... Uh, I cannot remember her name. I cannot remember her name. Someone, someone will tell me. Um, the, the girl from Cruella is thinking about suing Disney as well. And if a bunch of people... You want a bunch of angry women, first off. But if a bunch of people in general start suing Disney and actors, and then what's Disney's next move? Like, they got, like, Cinderella's and shit like that. A lot of female-fronted Disney movies that they need big Disney stars for. And if they accept the job right now, and Disney's like, oh, by the way, we're going to put your shit on Disney Plus, too. Even though fucking, it was what we're going to do. We, we would have done it whether the pandemic happened or not. So, once we realized we could charge people $30 and they would pay it, then everybody's doing it. Um, but, you know, I think it's a crazy idea anyways. And here's why. Because you're charging people 30 extra bucks for it. And you can tell me all you want. Oh, that's what people pay in the theaters. They got to make money. What the fuck about HBO Max? What did HBO Max just do? They didn't charge people an extra $30. Suicide Squad, uh, fucking Mortal Kombat, Conjuring. These movies aren't that much smaller than a Black Widow movie, than a Cruella movie. So it just seems to me, Disney of all people, 
It's very greedy for them to charge $30. So I'm kind of like, fuck them. And you know what? They're getting their own ass kicks both ways because of piracy. Because I'll be honest with you. I'm not all about piracy. I don't want to fucking pirate a, a, an indie movie just because it came to VOD and it made it easy to pirate. Those, those are artists and they should make money and they should work for their living. But when you got a company like Disney and they go, well, you're already paying $7, but we're also going to charge you $30 to watch it on your TV at home. I don't really fucking feel bad if anybody pirates that shit. And that's what they're going to do, too. Someone, someone might pay $5 for a fucking indie movie to support it. But if you think they're going to pay $30 to support fucking multi-conglomerate goddamn Disney who owns everything from your mom's underwear to the fucking house over your head, probably. I don't know if they go that far. Unless you like live at Disney, but you know what I mean? It's hard for me to imagine uh, feeling bad for Disney when I could just click on something and most of us make, you know, what we make a year, click on something and watch it for free. I mean, you're playing the fucking game. You fucking reap what you sow, Disney. That shit was greedy as hell. It was greedy as hell. Um, but what do you guys think? I asked you and then I just kept rambling on like I fucking do with my fat mouth. Jonathan Mann, thanks, buddy. He says, Lionel Pritchard and the Wolfington Brothers are back. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it made me laugh. It rolls off the tongue in a weird way. Camp Love Media, thanks, buddy. He says, hey, Mike, hope you and Jay are doing all right. You guys fucking rock. The Wham Fam is here for you. Uh, have you guys seen the new Friday 13th Roseblood trailer? No, that is something I wanted to watch when it came out, and I still I wanted to do a reaction to it, still haven't had the chance to do it. Uh, but really do want to see that love what they did with the first Roseblood. Uh, support a lot of the people working on that project. And if you guys haven't seen it and you're looking for a good fan film Jason thing to watch, I definitely recommend checking it out. And if it's not too late for us to get into it, I, I would like to do a reaction to that at some point. That's kind of why I haven't watched it, for sure. Absolutely, goddamn tootalutely, my friend. Uh, Cody Snyder says, I'm not a Scarlet fan, but bravo. Orlando says, she's badass. Beth says, she's got cheese sticks. Oh, chesticles. <laughs> that girl's got cheese sticks. I hope she wins that loss, dude. I do love, I do love cheese sticks. Iron Wolf said, Scar Joe is to blame for COVID? Oh, yeah. It's so fucked up to me, man. Um, Anthony Stamps said it perfectly. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. And I think that's the fucking point. And maybe it is about money, but I doubt it. It doesn't, it seems, I think Disney fucking shot themselves in the foot. She made 20 million and everybody's like, oh, so it's not about money then. She doesn't need money. She just wants what's fair because you came in. And, and again, I see a lot of people like, she's a millionaire. What does she care? Just fucking take your money and walk off. Look, I don't care who you are. If you're told you put in this amount of work and you're going to get this much money and then they go, nah, you're going to want to fucking get that money. Just as principal, especially when you're talking with a company like this. It's not like Disney came to her and like, look, we're really having trouble keeping the uh, uh, keeping Space Mountain open. Times are hard. Could you just take a pay cut? No, they were just like, ah, fuck you, we're Disney. We can do it. We don't have to ask about it. And if you come out and say something about it, our laurels will fucking bury you. You know, and that's, I, I imagine how many times that's happened with shit like this. But she said, no, fuck y'all. And it's kind of a beautiful thing to see. Um, uh, Music Man says they will settle this suit soon. That's interesting, too, because it's getting ugly out there. It's getting ferocious. It'd be in Disney's best interest to to fucking fix this shit up real quick, especially with other people going to jump on board. Uh, Jason says, I love that she sued, but she'll lose that. Maybe. Maybe she will. Uh, but, you know, I mean, like, when is, when, like, okay, so if, like, Disney sued me, I'd be fucked, right? But... At some point, what do lawyers and legal teams cost? This is my own nat naivety. I don't know much about this shit. But, like, 
she's got at least $20 million, right? And everything else she's done in her life, she's probably worth a fuckload of money. So she could probably hire the best legal team out there, right? So, I mean, how, how much better is Disney's legal team versus the best that normal human being who's a millionaire at least 20 times over could buy? What's the biggest difference there? So, you know, that, that part's interesting for sure. Uh, Scotty Boy Rules says it's pronounced Feige. Feige. Sorry. I always say, what did I say? Feig? And that's what I usually say. My bad. It was Emma Stone. That's the actress I'm talking about. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for that. Emma Stone. She's no Emma Stone. Um, <laughs> Ken said HBO Max can get it. In the words of Skilliam Shatner, yes, they can, my friend. Yes, they can. I just want Disney to fucking shed some goddamn properties. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need fucking Deadpool and Alien and Predator and all this bullshit you don't care about. Fucking give it, sell it to someone else. You'll get money for it. I'm just tired of fucking Disney owning everything. The fact that one company owns half the box office in the world and their actors are having to sue them now to get their due, I mean, that says to me, you're fucking Monopoly, please, someone, God, come in there and fucking let them keep X-Men and Avengers and all that shit so we can have our crossovers and our fun stuff. But all the shit they bought, just the shelf, fucking take that shit away from them. You know, half the fuck shit they bought they didn't fucking need. Um, but what are you going to do? But I think it's, at least in here, it looks like most people are agreeing with Scarlet. It looks like we're in the same camp on that. Uh, Clinton, I know I'm I'm behind in the chat, man. Uh, keeping up with, keeping up with a lot at one time. Um, still through my first beer. What does that tell you? <laughs> uh, I'm just scrolling back and trying to catch up as I go, my friend. Uh, you guys are fucking awesome. There's so many of you in here. It's 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 a nice problem to have. Uh, Gary Catlow said, I think Tommy is Jason's main enemy. I always wondered why they never brought him back. If they ever did a contained story like Halloween, he should finally kill him. Then they could do what they want. It's weird because I mean. Tommy was in four, you know, Tommy was brought back in six or no, he's brought back in five, right. As a different dude. And then he was brought back in six. Yeah. How do you think that guy feels by the way? I don't remember the guy's name, but the dude with the bug eyed glasses that was like beating people's ass. Um, that scared of spiders, scared of rubber spiders, scared of rubber spiders on strings. Uh, he's like, what about me? Can I get a fucking Jason movie? You're throwing him some miles, throwing him some miles. Can I get some miles? Um, yeah, that guy's got to feel like shit. But yeah, I mean, I think the Tommy story's been there. They've done it. I don't, like, need it. I just need Jason to kill some fucking campers. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. And I'm with you, Michael Fair. I would never pay $30 for a movie either, brother. I just... I mean, it was like Halloween Kills or something, obviously. I, I'm, I'm fucking lying out of my goddamn teeth. I would pay it. But can we be honest? As uh, us fucking poor folk just chilling here, like... You got an electric bill to pay? You... You look at a link online, and it's like, you can watch this in HD for free right fucking now. No problems. And you're like, nah, I want to make sure Disney gets their, their due. I really do. I really do. I mean, it's just hard to imagine, you know? I'm not saying pirate anything. I don't want to put myself in that boat. But <laughs> it's kind of stupid that they would do that. I mean, someone should have thought of that shit ahead of time. Like, they're going to pirate the fuck out of this if we charge $30 for it, plus a goddamn Disney Plus service. That's insane. You better send me a fucking big screen TV along with that 30 goddamn dollars. You know what I can get for Amazon on 30 fucking dollars? Do you know? Like, I mean, come on, man. Um, yeah. It's fucking wild. What's up, Kevin? Thanks for popping in, bro. Um, Chips with dip says Figgy Newton. I don't even know what that means. I just like your name. Uh, Trisha 
I almost couldn't read your last name, Trisha. Many times I've talked to you. Sarah Murray. Thank you. Says Robert Downey Jr. made $20 million up front for the Iron Man movies plus 8% of the profits. I totally don't blame Scarlett for getting pissed for taking away that option. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're a professional. They, you sign a contract. And let's look at this side of it, too. I'm sure Scarlett Johansson loves playing Black Widow. You know, I'm sure it's... it's uh, um, I, I, I'm sure she loves doing it. I'm not saying she doesn't. All right? But how many actors do you hear say... I did that superhero movie so I could do the next three movies I wanted to actually do that I knew I wasn't going to make shit off of. I did blank superhero movie so I could afford to do these three little indie movies that nobody was going to care about. Black Widow's done nine movies now, I think it said. She finally gets her own movie. They waited so long she had to wait till after she was literally fucking dead before Marvel gave him a movie. Gave her a movie, right? And let's be honest, if it wasn't for... And I'm not saying this for sure, but I mean, is it that much of a stretch to say if it wasn't for the Me Too movement, it wasn't for everybody really paying attention to women's equality and all that right now? Um, would she ever gotten a movie? That might be unfair to say. I don't know. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Um, I'm just putting it out there because I know DC had, had had women at the forefront of their movies. Uh, a lot of people have been wondering for a while where that was. And I'm not blaming that. I'm not one to point fingers like that, but I'm just saying... I mean, they're out here fucking telling her COVID's, you know, her, she doesn't give a shit about COVID because she wants, you know, what was in her contract. So I don't really feel that bad for saying it or for hinting at it at least. But, but what I was getting at is she may have only been doing this movie at this point because of the huge fucking payday. It's hard to walk away from 20 million plus dollars. You know what I mean? She, that movie was work for her. She had to go there and she had to do all that shit. I'm not saying acting's like like the dude was saying earlier, throwing rocks or whatever. But who's to say she would have wanted to do the movie if she wasn't going to get a huge part of what these Marvel movies make? That's a big deal to someone, to their legacy, to their life, to what they could pass on in their family. That could have been huge fucking money that she was lost. And she might have been thinking, man, at what passion projects that I walk away from because maybe I wanted to be able to, to afford to get $5 million to a charity or whatever. I mean, just because we're playing in big numbers doesn't mean those big numbers don't matter to these people. They're spending months and months out of their lives on location, uh, in some cases away from their family. So it's hard to just be like, I don't give a fuck about that person because they make millions of dollars. I'm not crying for it. It's not like she's not going to be able to afford pizza rolls tonight, which is the delicious dinner, and you can get it for cheap anywhere, especially the knockoff brand ones. I'm fine with them. Dip them in some hot sauce and you're okay. I'm not crying for her saying she's a victim. I'm just saying neither is Disney. You know, they're fucking playing big boy ball. They, they should be able to fucking handle it. If they don't cover their end of the deal, they should get fucking sued. So, you know, that's all it is. Fair's fair. Uh, it's like Disney read her contract. And it was like, you see here in Clause 7, uh, Miss Johansson, it says, uh, uh, Clause 7, uh, Article 9, it says, it was in your contract that you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Do you remember signing? You did? You signed that? Is that your, that's your, okay, that's what I thought. It's the kind of shit Disney probably puts in their fucking contracts. Ben Cauldron 4 says, you guys are the best. Much love from USS George Washington. Hey, fucking cool, man. You're on a boat, motherfucker. And a fancy one, too. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. Vanderoff 66, fuck you, says, God damn you, Michael. Shit. Love you both. Love you too, buddy. I know we're all missing some goddamn you, Michaels, tonight. Uh, Cody Buchanan says, Scarlett Johansson's net worth is 165 million dollars that's a lot of money i'm pretty sure she can afford a team to go to bat you know pretty sure she'll be all right she might win that fucking case man i know it's disney but again like how much is a fucking legal team gonna cost you jesus lord 
Why did I turn into like a preacher there just now? Gary Catlin says, as a Taskmaster fan, I'm loving the shit going down. I was so mad leaving the cinema after what they did my boy dirty. Yeah. The Taskmaster thing was fucking stupid. What was also stupid, and it was only so stupid because the first time he appeared on screen, it was like, this fucking, this bad guy's kicking ass. I like it. I didn't care that it was a woman. I just cared that it was such a weak twist. I would literally went, who the fuck is that? And maybe that's my fault for not being an Easter egg, deep dive deep into shit guy, but when they revealed Task, I was like, who? Fuck is... I don't know what's going on. It just wasn't cool at all. And I wasn't even mad that it was her. I was mad that all of a sudden Taskmaster didn't do shit. Showed up for one scene, kicked ass, took names, was fucking cool shit, like the Rocketeer on fucking Adderall. Blowing around that bridge, just fucking shit up. That's a cool character. Never had him do shit again. All of a sudden they're like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And they just, they just nerfed the fuck out of what was a cool ass bad guy. Not just on the outside of the screen, but at the first introduction we got to the character. Anthony Stamps, thanks, buddy. He says, another thing to consider, if Disney's willing to do this to a big star like ScarJo, then how many smaller actors will get fucked up the ass by Disney? Um, amazing point. Amazing point. And not just actors on the big level. We're talking to people who play like fucking Goofy and shit at the parks. I'm pretty sure Disney fucks people constantly. And there's a lot of, there's a lot, if you do some Googling and some research, yeah, they provide a lot of jobs and that's great and everything. But, you know, some of the, some of the work conditions those people are in are, is pure shit. So yeah, again, I get it. I'm not crying myself to sleep tonight because ScarJo lost some money, but I sure as fuck ain't crying myself to sleep tonight over Disney losing some goddamn money. Uh, especially if they're out there breaking contracts and shit. Quasi Juice 21 greetings, Mike from Brittany and Rovenary. Rovenary! Our hearts go out to Jay and his family. We're all in this together. Oh, and Tom Matthews for life. Appreciate that, man. I know Jay does too as well. Uh, Quasi Juice 21 is an interesting name. It really is. Yeah, Tom Matthews, bro. I pre- I, I'm, I'm with you on that boat. I'd rather see him come back. Joe Bob, thanks, buddy. Says $5 for Jay and the Wham Fam. Better you guys get this than Disney. <laughs> Better watch out. Hey. You think YouTube's dipping in our pockets? Oh my God, what if Disney buys fucking YouTube? They'll start taking half the fucking Super Chats. It'd be funny if my whole stream just went down right now. Like, they fucking heard me. They heard me. The guy in 2B, he knows. He knows. Get him. Get him and rape him. Anyways, let's move on to the next story. That one's going to be fucking wild. I think we're going to be talking about the Black Widow story for a long time. Um, another superhero story that uh, is, is pretty fucked up. Um, I wouldn't say fucked up, but it's pretty wacky. Uh, Tim Grierson. I don't know who this is, by the way. Let's see who Tim actually is before we talk shit. He's got um, that going on. Uh, it says, senior U.S. critic for Screen Daily. He's contributing editor at We Are Mel. Mel Gibson? Are you a Mel Gibson fan? Oh, no. Mel Magazine is Mel is Media Jesus. Okay. This is how you make a movie is out now. So he has something that's out now. Anyways, here's what he said. Where'd it go? He said about Suicide Squad, as you all know, that the, the, what's going on with Suicide Squad, uh, David Ayer, wanted, his, his cut never got released, uh, his original one, because the studio fucked with it, and now James Gunn's is coming out. And let's talk for just a real quick second about how that has to feel to be David Ayer. Now, Jay and I liked... Suicide Squad enough. We didn't think it was great or anything. But to us, it was like a Batman Forever. It's like kind of cheesy, sort of like nothing amazing. But you can have a good time watching it if you're in the right mood. Uh, watch it while you're cleaning the house. A couple cool characters. Some cool stuff. 
but yeah, not good. But <clears throat> but imagine what it's like to be David Ayer right now. You're David Ayer, and you're sitting around, and you had your cut of your movie just fucking butchered by Warner Brothers, like so many others. And you've had to sit around, and you watched it happen to Snyder, and then you watched him get his movie, and then you're still sitting around, and everybody's still saying your movie sucks. And he's been cool about it. He's been real fucking chill. He supported Snyder in the biggest of ways. Now, we're going to do another Suicide Squad movie using your fucking cast. Using part of your fucking cast. And we got James Gunn, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy. The movie that we as Warner Brothers cut your movie to shit to try to make it look like. Because we're so fucking just jerking off the Marvel constantly. We took your movie. We pissed and shit on it. Because we wanted so badly for it to be James Gunn's movie. We ruined your movie. Made it a fucking weird, bizarro, zombie, fake-ass Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And then hired the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy to take some of your cast and make your movie. If you're David Ayer, you're sitting at home watching going, this is going to be fucking great. I'm going to have to watch everybody because James Gunn's awesome. He's going to make a great movie. I'm going to have to watch everyone fucking just shit on me. From the day this movie's announced to the day it hits fucking video, it's going to be, oh my God. Thank God we got James Gunn. Fuck David Ayer and his piece of shit. How much better is what James Gunn did? I just got to feel so fucking bad for the guy, man. That would fucking suck. He's got to sit and watch that and take that shit. So anyways, Suicide Squad's getting getting screened for people everywhere uh, and for critics. <laughs> they told us, by the way, they said that, well, the closest one to you guys is in Kansas City. Is that close? I was like, <laughs> No. <laughs> I guess we're not getting a screener from Suicide Squad. But anyways, this guy saw it, I guess, and he said the kind of thing I'm sure Ayer was expecting. This guy says, many times while watching the new movie, I thought, yeah, David Ayer should just abandon the idea of that director's cut. Again, snide, shitty, mean, completely thoughtless of what that must feel like to be David Ayer. And, 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 and this from a guy who I guarantee hasn't seen David Ayer's fucking cut of the fucking movie. He's taking Warner Brother, who has lied to everyone's face at face value, and shitting on a singular human being, calling him out by fucking name over a movie that he hasn't seen. That being David Ayer's original movie. Like, yeah, he's just abandoned that idea of the director's cut. Because he could never live up to this fucking Marvel director's greatness. Fuck. Shitty. Shitty kind of thing. Shitty thing to say. And from, by all accounts, probably a smart guy. But these critics are fucking like that sometimes, man. And I'm sure we've said some mean shit, too. So I'm not trying to put myself, you know, like I'm some saint. But damn. But that's not the story. The story is what David Ayer said in response. David Ayer responds, my turn. And posts this big, long thing, which I, I won't read. Fuck it, I'll read it fast. David Ayer's response is, my turn. I don't know what quit is. I am not who you think I am. Nothing in my life was handed to me. It's been a struggle from the jump. My pops committed suicide Christmas morning when I was four in Miami, and that was just the beginning. Foster care, abuse, disruption, chaos. I went to more schools than I can count. What stability? I was in South LA, LA doing hood rat shit as a kid. Got arrested. LA County probation forever. Had to take the bus to Crenshaw on exposition to see the gang lady twice a month, but that didn't stop me from doing a lot of stupid and dangerous shit. I was the kid everyone just knew was going to end up in debt or in prison, and I was the, in the right hood for it. 
I've seen bodies, blood, heads busted open, watched people die, stepped over brains on the sidewalk to catch my bus, been shot at more times than I can remember, got my ass beat by LAPD, batons, yo. Uh, one of the first crack houses in LA was on my block, rolling 20s hood. I dropped out of high school and was every day in the streets holding up a wall on a bodega. Took someone dying in my arms, covered in their blood and vomit, to wake me up. So I joined the Navy and served on a nuclear submarine, and I saw more and experienced things that seared my soul. Try 67 days underwater in a steel tube when you're running out of food. Um... The, the Navy broke me, and the Navy saved me. I learned discipline, and the Navy gave me a work ethic. I lived in Sinola, Baja, Califas, bounced back and forth. I'm probably saying that wrong. My bad. Worked any job I could after that. House painting, construction, electrician. I started writing screenplays because someone saw something in me I didn't. Wesley Strick, thank you. You saved my life. I wrote and wrote. I got sucked back into the streets, smoking PCP and cruising in my old cutlass. I didn't have a refrigerator. I didn't have a bed. I had nothing. Didn't file tax returns for seven years. I had no future. And I figured I was just burning time until I caught a case and got locked up. That's where training day came from. Fucking training day was the shit, by the way. High five, everyone. I saw it happen. That was me, not him. I saw it happen. I heard all the neighborhood stories. I wrote them down. I poured my soul on the page. And when someone offered me 30K for the rights, I laughed. But training day was special. Of course, no one believed in it at the time. The nice Hollywood folks refused to believe cops could be that corrupt. Then the Rampart scandal happened. And, and that, by the way, that's a good Woody Harrelson movie if anybody's never seen it. And yeah, they realized maybe it's real. Took years to get that movie made and it changed my life. The lesson of that script, put your paint on the page. That is why I tell stories. I've seen life. I've seen people. I've seen the bad do good and the good do bad. I write about my lived truth and I take the risk, like putting my house on the line to direct my first movie. I put my life into Suicide Squad. I made something amazing. My cut is intricate and emotional journey with some bad people who are shit on and discarded, a theme that resonates in my soul. The studio cut is not my movie. Read that again. The studio cut is not my movie. And my cut is not the 10-week director's cut. It's a fully mature edit by Lee Smith, standing on the incredible work by John Gilroy. It's all Stephen Price's brilliant score with not a single radio song in the whole thing. It has traditional character arcs, amazing performances, and a solid third-act resolution. A handful of people have seen it. If someone says they haven't seen it, they haven't. Oh, they have seen it. They haven't. So yeah, should be clear by now, I don't have any quit in me. Never have. Why should I? Every day, breathing is a gift. I thought my story was going to end in a grave or a cell long ago. So these, I'm living uh, um, our bonus rounds. I'm so honored and blessed to have the career I do. Quit after my kids watch me come home every day after the studio takeover of the edit with my heart torn out. Who would I be to them if I quit? I've never told my side of the story and I never will. Why? Same reason no one will ever know what happened on my submarine. I keep my covenants. I'm old school like that. So I kept my mouth shut and took the tsunami of sometimes shockingly personal criticism. Why? Because that's what I've done my whole life. Real talk, I'd rather get shot at. I'm so proud of James and excited for the success that's coming. I support WB and I'm thrilled the franchise is getting the legs it needs. I'm rooting for everyone, the cast, the crew. Every movie is a miracle and James's brilliant work will be the miracles of miracles. I appreciate your patience. I will no longer speak publicly on this matter. Sorry if you already read that, that you had to hear me go through the entire fucking thing again. But fuck. I bet somewhere Tim Grierson, senior U.S. critic for Screen Daily, contributing editor at We Are Mel, feels like a fucking asshole. And he probably should. But what's sad about that? That David Ayer had to go out and write a three-page fucking thing bearing his goddamn soul out and explaining to someone what he went through, not only to make that movie, but in his life to get where he was. 
It, it's pretty fucking amazing, man. Uh, and and again, the guy didn't said nothing bad about anybody in the face of all that. He didn't shit on James Gunn. He supported James Gunn, and James Gunn has had his back as well. And I fucking love that. You could tell that James Gunn knows. He he knows what I just said. He knew that when he got hired to do this, that David Ayer is going to sit there and have to take shit from people. Uh, when James Gunn's movie was good, David Ayer had two choices. He sit back and hope that another man fails, like Tim Grierson apparently did, or root for the guy and have his back and just sit there and eat shit, but go to bed at night knowing who the fuck he was and knowing what movie he made. Now, I'm not saying David Ayer's cut of Suicide Squad's amazing, and I'm not saying I love everything David Ayer's done. So I'll be honest with you. Uh, some of his movies, Sabotage, um, uh, what was the movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and... Um, Michael Pena in it. That was really good. End of Watch. That was a great movie. But with all of his characters, sometimes I just don't resonate. Like the bad guys sometimes are too much for me. Or even the good guys are sometimes too much for me. Uh, their character's not written for me, though. Did you hear all the shit that guy went through? Like he lived this fucking life? Those guys had a different life and a different uh, different background. Those characters did. They were meant for people who grew up like he did in some sorts, but other people can, sometimes other people can resonate with him and sometimes he can't, but like he said, he wrote them the way he saw them. So no, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of every single thing he's done. I think he's done some amazing shit. And I think when he hits, he fucking hits. Uh, and even his movies that are hit or miss, like the parts that are good are fucking amazing. But to just come out and you just, again, we talk about these big, huge companies, Disney, Warner brothers, and all these people, they just, they're so okay with like shitting. Uh, and in, in this world that we live in today where we're all about inclusion and you can't say shit to anybody or you're fucking asshole uh, at all. And a lot of times that's warranted. I'm not saying I'm not being one of these people. I'm just saying there's a gray area in between. But in the world that we live in today where, oh God, you better not bully somebody. You better not do anything. How many people are fucking okay with going, I will never. I will never side with a single human being over this gigantic company, Warner Brothers. Or I will never fucking side with a single human being over fucking Disney. It's like, I, you guys know I'm a fucking Packers fan. Like, I, I watched the Aaron Rodgers thing go on. And, like, so many, I'll be brief on this point. But so many Packers fans out there are like, fuck Aaron Rodgers, piece of fucking shit. Front office is always right. And they did the same thing to Brett Favre. And all the guys asking for is fair treatment. And I just don't get that. I don't get that mentality. I'm done with Aaron Rodgers' references. I don't get that mentality like this is a single human being and you're just jumping in the bandwagon with Warner Brothers to point the finger and go, ah, fuck him. No, it wasn't us. It was him. He doesn't deserve to get his movie made. No. Even though Warner Brothers has literally done this to people right in your fucking face over and over and over again. Um, I just feel for David Ayer, man. And, and I would love to see his movie fucking see the light of day. I just, I, I just really would. Uh, Music Man says, damn right, David. Uh, I totally fucking agree, man. Azteca Aguilar says, David Ayer's invited to the carne asada and barbecue. That sounds fucking good right now, dude. Now, Cody Snyder, I do have to disagree with you. You said Harsh Times is, is really good, too. Harsh Times is a movie that almost got me divorced. Okay? Early in my wife's relationship, I got her to rent Harsh Times. So Christian fucking Bale and the dude who wrote Training Day? You shitting me? Fucking made her watch that shit. And it was just, maybe I have to rewatch it. But at the time I was like, this is just, I hated it, you know, and she really hated it. 
seriously, for the next 10 years of my life, every time I picked a movie, I had to hear, mm, oh, is it good? Is it supposed to be good? Is it written by a good writer? Remember Harsh Times? Remember that movie when Christian Bale gave himself a fucking catheter to pass the drug test? That's not what she sounds like. I'm sorry. But, yeah. So, I have problems with Harsh Times. I do. And I, I haven't seen Fury either. I need to watch that. But a bunch of people did fucking love that movie. Dare to Air has done some great fucking movies, man. End to Watch was an amazing movie. It's so heartbreaking to end, I can't even watch it. Uh, but you guys are right. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, Cody. <laughs> um, but... Who didn't get nominated for Nightcrawler? Do what, Holly? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah, he's done some fucking amazing. He, he should have gotten something for him to watch, too. But yeah, David Ayer's done some amazing work, man. And just because, like, it's just, it sucks because I know that everybody's sick of the hashtags. Restore this, restore that. Like, the big communities, all the stuff with this. I know people are sick of it. I, I understand that, too. Some of you just sometimes like, oh, Jesus Christ, we just got through the Snyder Cut. We're going to do another one. And that sucks for David Ayer, but... At the same time, at the end of the day, it's been proven that Warner Brothers has fucked these movies up. They fucked up Batman vs. Superman. They released the ultimate cut. How many people went, oh, fuck, that was good. They should have left that shit in. I'm smart enough to understand that I'm going to watch a three-hour movie. Um, and it's going to be long, and there's going to be parts that it's going to be a lot of backstory and stuff like that. But I need that backstory to make the... They're like, no, it's cool. Let's make it two hours, 20 minutes, and make it not make any fucking sense. That makes more sense, right? Everybody will go see that week, too, when the reviews shit on it. Like, Warner Brothers is their own worst fucking enemy, and they did to him what they did to, to Zack Snyder, and it, and, it, and it fucking sucks. And I don't like it, Jim. I don't like it. But I really want to see David Ayer's Suicide Squad. I think it'd be pretty fucking cool. And from what it sounds like, they didn't just cut it. They fucking cut it. Starfleet, thanks, buddy, says, Mike, can I get a shout-out from Dr. Chalice on how Disney screws you? Well, let me tell you something. You get off a long shift, you want to go sit down in a bar. You want to wear a nice blazer or a, a breezy jacket. You want to sit down, you want to have a shot. You want to tell the bartender to turn that fucking TV on. Okay? Every time I tell the bartender, hey, could you change that channel? I'm trying to talk to Miss Grumpridge about her dead dad. So I could try to have sex with her in a hotel room later when I call Linda. Tell her that I can't see the kids. You know how it goes. Anyways, I'll have two Boilermakers and uh, change that channel. Another fucking Disney movie. Okay. Change change that channel again. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, another another Disney-owned uh, property. This is fucking bullshit. Change the channel again. I need for Halloween to be on. Another Disney property. Disney is Silver Shamrock for the world. Let that sink in. Give me your wife's phone number. I need it. Thanks, Starfleet. Um, Woo-wee! What are we on now? We got the next movie to talk about. We got the next movie news to talk about. Where are we going from here? Where are we going from here? Batman! Have you guys seen these Batman pictures? So, I didn't even know this, but there's been leaks coming out, I'll try to get it looking good on there for you guys, of the motorcycle and this stunt guy, it's not actually him, but that's Batflex fucking outfit, man. And look at that goddamn Bat motorcycle. That shit is crazy. And it looks like something that Batflex would have driven. 
But that's the stunt guy. By the way, the same stunt guy who is the stunt guy for the Batman, for Robert Pattinson. Same guy that you saw in those leaked photos. This is for the movie The Flash, which is going to have multiple Batmans in it. And uh, uh, as it says there, Machete revealed that both Affleck and Keaton will have substantial roles in the movie. But we get our first look kind of here at Batfleck, but there's more to where that comes from. This 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 account, Glass Glowed Deliveroo Rider, posted some pictures that were going on in the streets. This one's really fucking cool, man. Let me see if I can move this around for you guys so you can see it a little bit better. There we go. There we go. That is him chasing who's in there. I don't know. Maybe the fucking penguin. Just some fucking dudes. Batfleck. Again, not actually Ben Affleck. On that sick-ass motorcycle with those fucking shields that come up to protect, much like his, his outfit does, only half of his face. Still, if you shoot him in the mouth, he's got to fucking be dead. But that's cool. My question is, what is this fucking dude doing? What is that guy doing right there? Is he the sound boom guy? Is he filming them? Is he about to shoot someone? He's definitely not in the movie because he's wearing fucking cargo shorts like a dad who's about to mow the lawn. But he looks like he's holding a gun. Someone in the movie industry, as you know, we are not. Tell us what that... Wait a second. What's this fucking guy doing? Look at old Ridley fucking Scott over here in the middle of the, the pillars and his jorts. Aiming weapons at people. The fuck is this guy doing? He looks like someone's grandpa Ned escaped and just really fucking hates superhero movies. What are you doing over there? What are, are they supposed to just, maybe they're going to put CG. Oh, I bet that's it. I bet you that's it. They're going to CGI these dudes out for like some weird winged creatures or some shit. That's probably what's going on. Jorts McGee with his fucking... This fucking varicose veins over there is going to be... You've got varicose veins. <laughs> it's over there, and they probably, like... It's for, it's probably for the actors to know who to look at when they're going through uh, and who to pretend they're shooting at or who they're afraid shooting at them because they're probably going to CG some fucking dudes in there. Um, but really, the real bad guy there is that dude's fucking shorts. Those are awful shorts, and he's got white socks on. It's just the whole dad package that he's got going on. I'm trying to click on this so I can minimize it again, and it won't let me. But yeah, that shit looks cool. I like it. And there's more. Um, there's another picture here. He's like, yeah, can I get a fucking cheeseburger? <laughs> just the way he's sitting there, like, like he's ready to take it right up the butt. <laughs> Batman can, patch, can catch, too. It's fine. Um, right in front of the COVID sign, which is ironic considering that the, the other Batman movie got delayed for COVID. But then we got another shot here of him looking sexy. Not much to say except for he just looks cool. Cooler than any of us will ever look in our entire lives. Well, that's just a Humvee. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much that. But oh, then, then there's this one more that came out today. This one's on our Instagram. If you don't know, we have an Instagram. Follow us at We Watch the Movie. But this is the best shot yet you've gotten. Look at that suit. That's weird looking. Again, this is the stunt guy, but he's got that nice fucking butt chin that Ben Affleck has, so he's perfect, really. Um, a lot of people didn't like the cow. And the cow, I didn't like the cow in Zack Snyder's Justice League, actually. I, I thought it was weird. As much as I love that movie, I didn't love the cow when he was driving, uh, wearing it. I thought it looked funky. 
Uh, kind of the same situation here, but that's definitely Batfleck. You can tell by the armor. And then <laughs> I like that this stunt driver just knows. He's like, leaked photos. Fuck yeah, I'm your guy. It looks like Bruce Campbell in there. He really does with the fucking chin. But he's like, he, he's starting to fucking love this attention. You fucking kids, you stay in school. You stay in school. Don't be do. You stick to you who. Up with hope, down with dope. I guess you got to say it as Batman. Up with hope, down with dope. You take care of yourself out there, kids. But now, um, I think the armor's pretty sick looking. That thing right there in the middle is kind of weird looking. Little rib cage protection going on. Sort of mechanical. I still love the gigantic bat on the chest, though. I think that's dope. I don't think it looks all that bad. I, I, I like it a lot. Um, what do you guys think about it? That's the real question. I just think it's crazy that we're going to see Batfleck in a movie again. Like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Who the fuck thought we were going to see Batfleck in a movie again? And not just that, but Michael Keaton, too. Poor goddamn Flash. Like, you're the Flash. And you're Ezra Miller. You're like, oh, fuck, man. They caught me like, just fighting a girl on Twitter and the world starred me. And now they're fucking... I'm barely going to be in my own goddamn movie. <laughs> my camera just died. It's the ghost of Ezra Miller's career. I'm kidding, Ezra Miller. It's fine. Oh, i got to get this battery out. I'm coming. That's what she said, and she never did. I'm back. Sorry about that, folks. Oh, but yeah, no. Uh, fucking Michael Keaton. We're getting like I don't think anyone's talking about it because we just can't process how fucking cool it is. Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck Batman. Fucking same movie. I think we just. I think I think the reason that people aren't like losing their minds and riding in the streets out of awesomeness is is simply because we know WB is gonna fuck this up. <laughs> I know that's sad. And not that movie. Andy Machado will do a great job. But the second it's over, we're we'll going to be like, oh my God, we can get this fucking Michael Keaton. We can get this with Batfleck. And you know what fucking Warner Brothers go. They're like, no, um, um, can we, we need a ripoff of the Le Legends of Shang-Chi. I probably said that wrong. Or like, we need, we need, we need to do our own Eternals movie. Can you get a property that, that DC owns that not many people know anything about? And then we'll make that movie and make it less good than their movie. No one wants to see Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck as Batman anymore. Duh. Which is, what is Marvel doing? That's what they'll do. And I think we all know they'll just fuck it up. But maybe that's why we're not like as excited as we should be. But fucking Michael Keaton as Batman is coming back. And Ben Affleck. I just, I can't, say as many times as you want to. I just I can't even believe myself. Like I don't believe it's happening. It's too fucking cool to be real. Drew Harry said I think they were SFX guys. Holly Roxy said Creeper. P. Rich said Shorts McGee. Uh, Andy said that dude in the back looked like Tobin Bell. He kind of did. Uh, Drew said that's not a boom. I didn't think so either. I didn't think so either. It looked weird. And I don't think you hold a boom like a fucking gun, you know? Um, it looks like a GoPro camera says Corn Pone. That's who I was talking about earlier. Corn Pone. Yeah, that is so weird. I, I think I maintain that it's like a guy who's going to be CG later later that they want to be able to, you know, know who the fuck to look at. Uh, but the bike looks dope as shit. You guys are right. Uh, and Tomo, I am jealous of the breeze from those shorts. I wish I could pull off shorts. I really do. Um, I do. But my, my legs are 
are thin and chicken-sized enough. I don't need to put ugly 90s clothes on top of them. Jossie Russell says, saw this getting filmed in Glasgow, Scotland. Indiana Jones just wrapped up last week, too. Scotland is the new Hollywood. Ha-ha. I saw that. Same do that. Those pictures had pictures of Indiana Jones filming, which is it's fucking wild, man. Uh, good for you, man. That's badass. You got to see it. That is fucking sick. Maybe you can tell us what the dudes in the jorts were doing. Uh, Anthony Stamps, thanks, buddy. He says, at this point, it's clear we're not getting going to get a coherent and well-planned out universe like Marvel from WB and DC. All we can really hope for now is just some good superhero movies. Well, you know what me and Jay have been saying, man. We've been saying for fucking years now. We've been saying, fuck the Marvel formula. Don't do it, DC. You done fucked it up. You lost the scholarship. You can't go. Just don't fucking do it. Do one-offs. Especially now that the universe is going to be opened up from Flashpoint. Just do one-offs. Do crazy wild shit like you did with the Joker. That fucking worked for you, man. Oscars. Goddamn Oscars you got. But they're they're always going to fucking just chase Marvel's table scraps. And I, and, and it's sad because I used to fight with people who said that. I'm like, no, man. Fucking Batman vs. Superman was awesome. You know, and I still think it was. But I just, I believe in, I believed in Zack Snyder and his vision. I believed in Machete and his vision. I do believe in it. I believe in the creators that dc hires but they never know what the fuck to do with it if it doesn't get instant goddamn success right then right then and now and it doesn't get what the latest marvel movie got they will rip it to shreds and they will fuck it up they're like the fucking pirates of the mlb they they don't want to just build and keep what they got well the pirates just can't afford to so that's a bad analogy but you know what i mean they're just the worst fucking if they were a sports franchise they'd be the fucking worst sports franchise ever they just continue to fuck up all the gifts that they're given by those amazing stories in those comic books. And it's so frustrating as a fan. Even when they get a hint of good shit, they fucking throw it on the ground. Like that goddamn song. Don't want no birthday cake, man. Random Human, thanks, buddy. Says, unpopular opinion, Disney should buy the rights to Batman mainly for the Rose Gallery and give the Rose Gallery to Daredevil and other Marvel heroes. No! No, I was, I was literally going to spit that out. Like I was in a state by the bell episode, but I knew I'd get in big trouble if I did that. So that was that weird motion. I just did like I was getting electrocuted on my butthole with a cattle prod. Uh, I know what you mean, man. Like you're not hundred percent wrong, but Disney hasn't like DC hasn't done bad with what they put on screen for Marvel aside from Batman and Robin, you know, maybe Batman forever, depending on how you feel about it. They just never finish the stories in the right way. They've done a good job with what they put on screen, Batman-wise. But we can all see, anybody with a brain can see where that could have gone. Zack Snyder showed us to us at the end of the Justice League uh, with the, the post-apocalyptic scene with the Joker. We get glimpses of what could be. It could be fucking huge. It could be blowing Marvel out of the water. If, if you give Ben Affleck a solo movie and you do the, the Justice League thing, now that everybody understands what it could have been, had WB not fucked that up to begin with. I think we all see the potential of it, and that's why we get so upset. But honestly, if you look at what they have done when they do put Batman on screen, it's more often than not good. So I still am not ready to give that shit to Disney. <laughs> but... I, I don't exactly totally miss where you're coming from. David Angle III, what's up, buddy? He says, do you think Christian Bale and George Clooney uh, could return in Flashpoint? I'm super excited for it, though. Curious if we'll see any former villains. I think that that would be fucking too much. Um, it's already wild enough that we have 
the guys that we got because you imagine Christian Bale showing up in there. It's kind of like the Spider-Man thing where they're, they're doing kind of the same thing with the universes. I think they could be overloaded uh, depending on how they do it. I don't necessarily want to. <laughs> I can't say that. If I ever saw George Clooney in fucking Batman uniform again, I'd probably shit my pants in laughter and joy. Uh, I don't think it would bode well for the movie, though. I think that might be too much. Uh, and if they did, it would have to be like a Marvel-esque light joke. Um and from what I remember about Batman and the Flashpoint Paradox storyline, it's pretty fucking dark. I don't know if that kind of thing would fit in there. But maybe they could do like they did. Remember when Christopher Reeves showed up for like just a second, just like the, the image of him did? Something weird like that, like a quick and passing thing. Or they show like a still from them in their movies, maybe. But I don't think they're going to get them to come on set and do it. That would be fucking weird, though, dude. That's really interesting. Um. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. But yeah, I mean, by all accounts, it looks cool. I'm just, man, who's not stoked that we're going to get Batfleck? I mean, I am. Does anybody, by the way, do you guys remember where you were the night that you found out Ben Affleck was announced to play Batman? And how fucking pissed so many people were? Like, I was hanging out with Jay. We were going to see The Watch. I remember that night. I was supposed to be on the Smoes Nose podcast because I was writing for their, their uh, website at the time. And... They didn't end up having me on because the story, obviously that story came out and it was huge. And they ended up talking about that the whole show, understandably. But that was such a huge deal when they said Ben Affleck's just been cast as Batman. So many people were like, oh, God, no. People were throwing themselves out of fucking windows. And I mean, I, I not to, you know, toot our own horns, but we were on the fucking Batfleck fan bandwagon from the beginning. We thought he was going to be a great Batman. He wasn't the reason Daredevil wasn't great. And I still don't even hate Daredevil. Uh, I know it's a bad movie, but I still don't hate it. I mean, he definitely wasn't the reason that movie wasn't good. So I, I think a lot of us were fucking pumped about it, and a lot of us fucking hated it. And I bet there's some of those people that still hate it. Um, but I think he did a great job, man. Uh, P. Rich says Ben Affleck does fit the role, but he's a giant douche. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never fucking hated him as a person either. I just think the, the, like the, the paparazzi and shit, gotta leave that dude the fuck alone, man. He can't even get his goddamn Dunkin' Donuts without people shooting shit on him. Um, but he said it himself. He was he was he's grown a lot since he was who he was back in the day. The first time he dated J Lo and all that dumb shit. Then he went back to her. But I mean, I mean, would you kick her out of bed? No, probably not. Who would? Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha says I was pissed about that LOL. you and a bunch of people were Al Albo said it was a big no I think a lot of people did not want to see that uh, happen at all nobody saw fucking Argo coming around the horizon either though I don't feel like Gary Catlow said they were probably some old fashioned filmmakers with guns saying I'm fed up with these fucking superhero movies uh, you know and a lot of people are now too a lot of people are sick of the same old superhero shit James Gunn just said himself the other day he's sick of the superhero shit you know um Iron Wolf said no reason to get pissed about casting until we see the film performance. Yes, exactly. You know, Robert Pattinson, sort of the same thing, uh, but it wasn't quite the same thing. Like Robert Pattinson, there was a bunch of people who really weren't aware of what he'd done outside of Twilight. So there was a bunch of people who really just, you know, weren't well-versed in movies because they didn't see Rover or Good Time or some of the good things that Pattinson did. Now, there's some people who saw those movies and just don't like Robert Pattinson still. And they were, and I'm not talking about them, but there was a huge portion of people that just weren't aware of what a good actor Robert Pattinson actually was who were pissed. I think everybody had seen Ben Affleck in a movie when he was announced. So when he was announced, it was like fucking just a wild shit show of opinions. But you're right. I mean, you do got to see how many times have people gotten pissed and it been one of the greatest performances of all time, you know? 
uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Samantha says, Ben's busy with that J-Lo booty. <laughs> well, hey, hopefully it's doing well for him. Hopefully it'll get him right back. Maybe she, maybe she's a Batman fan, and that's what started all this. And she's like, you need to go. You need to get that fucking movie made. And he's like, okay, Jenny from the block. I'll go do that. But first, let me finish this Dunkin' Donuts. God damn it, do I love Dunkin' Donuts. And Tom Brady. Um, I don't think Pattinson will be as good as Batfleck either, Jimmy. Uh, but I do think, I think Pattinson will do a good job. But I just Ben's the best man, and how how well have we been treated with Batman actors over the years? Even the one who fucking sucked is one of the greatest actors ever in George Clooney. Uh, we've never really been treated too poorly. Val Kilmer fucking crushed it as Batman, despite how you feel about Batman forever. Michael Keaton fucking best Batman ever, at least till Batfleck came on. Um, and most people still think that Michael Keaton is, and it's fucking close for me. But you know, and then and then George Clooney happened. But it wasn't really his fault, man. Like, like Jay says that all the time. It's like, you can't really blame George Clooney. That script was just fucking nuts. And if you read that script, I mean, who could have done anything with it? Uh, but, and then Christian Bale, maybe not, I think he's a little overrated as Batman. Uh, but Bruce Wayne, he fucking killed it. Like, he crushed his Bruce Wayne, but Batman with a, I just showed you, <sighs> where's the trigger? Like, just too much. I think he felt the pressure of the great performance of Heath Ledger, and uh, I think it went over the top a little bit. Now, that's kind of an asshole thing to say, actually. I have no idea why he did that. That's just, I guess if I had to just play armchair quarterback, which is all we're doing here anyway, that's that's kind of what I would say. Cody says, never found J-Lo attractive. That makes, that makes one of us. Um, I, honestly, I... It's not like a go-to place. Like, hey, who's the most beautiful woman in the world? Doesn't really go to J Lo, but when you see her, you go, oh, you can't you can't argue with that. She's a beautiful woman. Um, but I get what you're saying. Ed Sadler said, unpopular opinion. I like Bale. I don't think that's unpopular at all. I think most people love fucking Bale. I think I think when you you have to, when you watch it, like you you know, like you're supposed to just like really fucking love everything that he does. But then when you watch it and you sit there and you look at him, you go. Is it kind of weird how he's acting right now? It is, isn't it? Like it's like a realization because those movies are so fucking good, and Bale's such a great actor that you really have to focus on how he is as Batman to be like, oh shit, that was kind of weird. Like that was a weird choice to do, and he was so good in Batman Begins too. It didn't really start until The Dark Knight, and Batman Begins, he was fucking. I, th- I thought he nailed it. I thought that was perfect. But The Dark Knight, he was just so weird, and then he continued up in Dark Knight Rises. I don't know what it is with Christopher Nolan and voices and audio, but Bane's voice. I just thought we will need it. <laughs> yes. And like Christian Bale's over the topness. It was just weird. Um, he's a weird audio guy. But um, yeah, you're right, Brent. Ke- Keaton is Batman. I would not fucking argue anybody who's like Michael Keaton's bat- best Batman ever. I just love Ben Affleck and Batman vs Superman so goddamn much. Uh, just Batman vs Superman alone. Justice League. Zack Snyder's version was great. He was just confused as fuck, man, between those two directors and the original video. He didn't know what the fuck to do. Who could blame him? But I thought he was great in Zack Snyder's, too. Um, all right. I, I wasn't going to take a break tonight. I was just going to keep going through it. But we can go a little bit longer because this Halloween Kills thing is something I really want to dig into uh, a little bit. It's a small story, but it's something we can have a really good time digging into. And I really, really got to pee. So I'll be back super fucking fast. Just give me like one minute. Sorry, I wasn't going to do this, but it's hit me. Stuck around. <clears throat> Stuck around. Um, let's see, make sure. I didn't miss anything here. Okay, so uh, only a couple more things to talk about tonight. But one of them is pretty interesting. 
Uh, I don't actually. That's kind of a lie. It's not that interesting. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm I'm a sick of of all the leaks. Uh, Halloween Kills, fucking script leaked. Picks have leaked. Uh, I've heard that people are reading the Halloween end script places. It fucking sucks, man. And I hate all this leaking bullshit that's going on. Like, why? I I don't blame anybody for reading it because I get it. Like, you want to see shit, you know, and you can't. You're so excited for it. I don't blame anybody for for breaking and reading it or whatever. For me, I never want to. We've talked about this before. We've talked about uh, that people have been willing to give us the scripts and, and get been willing to give us the scoops and sources have been willing to uh, say that with an edge of, with a grain of salt have been willing to tell us things. And I, I, I cross my heart. We don't want to know. We always say, no, don't tell us. And nobody involved with the production is willing to leak anything to us. Uh, I'm talking about people who may have seen the movie, um, stuff like that. And it just the, the leaks are just bullshit. I'm I'm so sick of them. I'm so sick of finding out stuff before we're supposed to. I just want the movie to come out naturally. I want the trailers to come out naturally. I want the news to come out naturally. And you know, people are gonna do what they're gonna do, and they're gonna break stories, and they're gonna leak shit, and they're gonna put stuff on Reddit. But I just hate it. I just really wish it wouldn't happen. That's just my personal opinion. Um, and I think that I do blame the people who do leak it because it's like, man, like people put again, like we were talking about earlier, people put years and years. Uh, 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 and months uh, of work into this stuff. You know, they, they, they spend time away from their families, their careers, uh, their entire careers and lives sometimes in some situations are riding on these being successful. And, and when stuff leaks and spoilers and stuff leak for stuff, it ruins the movie for some people. Just in the same way, if you watched Halloween 2018 and you said, I, if you fucking hated the movie, but you said, oh, that fucking, they, they showed Michael coming out of that closet on the, in that one scene. And that would have been a great moment in the scene. How dare they do that? Like, what do you think that leaks do? Like, they do the same thing. Even if you don't want to hear it, tiny little details come out and they ruin the experience for people. So it sucks when shit gets leaked. Gets leaked. Uh, but even now, as close as we are to the release of the movie, stuff is getting leaked. Allegedly. So here's the story. And I'm not going to tell you anything that you don't want to know. Trust me. You know, we don't do that here. But on Reddit today, <clears throat> this was posted. Someone posted, did the soundtrack just leak? I saw an earlier post with songs of the soundtrack and some do appear here. P.S. I blocked all the song titles uh, to avoid spoilers. Thank you, Adden1719, for doing that. Cool move, dude. Cool move. Because me, myself, would have clicked on this. I'm like, oh, fuck. If, if any of those, if, if this is real. If any of those would have been spoilers, that would have sucked. So appreciate you, man, for doing that. But he posted this, and apparently, allegedly, double apparently, double allegedly, someone leaked the Halloween Kills official score and all their tracks on YouTube today. And I've heard some people saying they listened to them, and some people say that they sounded real, some people saying they were real. I don't know about that. I don't know. But if you go, if you look deeper into it, now obviously it was taken down, it's not there anymore. But if you look deeper into it, uh, seen the Butcher says, I've heard the leak, I'm 90% sure it's real, way more professional than those fan concept tracks. <clears throat> Psycho Myers, now this is where it gets interesting, Psycho Myers, if you look up here at this name, when, it was, when, the, when the photo was cropped, it says Psycho Myers there, 
on his YouTube channel. And Cycle Meyer says, ah, look, it's me. Also, yeah, these are real tracks from Halloween Kills. Someone says, how did you get the tracks? He says, it can be found on scoreworld.org. But someone just sent it to me, and they had all the tracks, so I shared them. Adam says, so this is, like, legit? And says, yes, and my channel just got a copyright strike, which means they have to be removed. Adam says, yeah, I saw. Someone says, no, he's lying. These are tracks from a John Carpenter album. Someone later in the chat, in, in the comments, goes on to say, no, he wasn't lying. None of those, I, I heard them, none of them were John Carpenter score songs, which you can, that would make sense if someone did that, because he has the, the, lost, um, <clears throat> the lost tracks or whatever, the, the albums that John Carpenter does, and they're fucking awesome. They sound like Carpenter. If someone hadn't heard them, they could hear them, and you could dupe somebody into believing that was Halloween Kills. And Adam says, the tracks just got deleted off his channel, so it must be real, kind of. Also, I heard that some parts might be from John Carpenter's The Last Thing album. Again, someone allegedly debunked that down below. I'll have to take their word for it. I've listened to a lot of John Carpenter's songs, but I haven't heard every single one, and I didn't hear these, so I can't say whether that's true or not. Um, but... Let's take a look deeper into this. And there's just people arguing, no, it's true. No, it's not. No, I know it is. No, it's not. <sighs> they say Psycho Myers, which, by the way, not cool, dude. Not cool to leak that. I don't think it's cool, at least, that you did that. Um, you got a copyright strike on your channel. That's what copyright strikes are built for. They're not actually built for people like us who are just promoting movies and doing trailer reactions. But that's why they're there, to get it taken down, if it was real. So let's look at it. He says that he got the songs, or someone sent them to him, but they came from a site called, where'd it go? Scoreworld.org. So I looked at scoreworld.org, and this is the website he's talking about. Or she, I don't, I don't know. Um, the person is talking about, Scoreworld. And I went through it, and I looked, and first off, there is no Halloween Kills on this initial site. There's no, I've been through it, I searched it, I looked through all the pages, it's not listed. Now, it could have been, and then it got taken down, sure. If it got taken down from his YouTube channel, they probably, just as easy as I found it, found it on here and got it taken down. So that doesn't mean it wasn't on here. But if you look around, you click on this, let's click on Sweet Girl. And it pulls up the track listing. Uh, none of them are clickable, just has the, the list of the songs, right? So none of them are clickable, so you're like, how would you even get it? Apparently the way this site works is pretty shady actually if you go to about it says let me make this smaller so you guys can see exactly what i'm seeing here it says you can buy a subscription with my referral link if you want to download music quickly or download from the links and then you click on that and the guy was right you do have to pay for it if you want it it's a site hot link or whatever where you have to buy like a, a subscription, I'm trying to get this thing to work, to, to be able to listen to these songs or download them, I'm assuming, illegally. So that's allegedly where it came from. So let's think about that. It's not there anymore. Okay? It apparently came from there. And the guy's claim to it was real is... And someone listened to it, and a bunch of people listened to it and said, it sounds legit. It sounds like John Carpenter. It sounds like the synth scores. Okay. Um, but his claim to it must be real because it got removed by copyright. So you have to believe him. That's not true at all. He could have easily taken a mix of we've had videos get copyright, not strikes, but get removed from YouTube for having the Halloween theme in them. And the videos didn't even have the Halloween theme in them. I had to fight with YouTube for weeks about one of our most popular videos. Video had like a million, two million views on it. 
and had a fight with YouTube because they said, oh, we're copyright claiming this because it has the Halloween theme song in it. Didn't even have the Halloween theme song in it. And I even disputed it, and they came back again and said it was in there. And I'm like, it's not fucking... Like, look at the video. There's nothing close to Halloween song in here. Someone could have easily remixed anything. And I'm not saying it's not real. It could be. But I'm just... Let's look at the possibilities here. Someone could have remixed anything with copyright in it that sounded like the Halloween theme song, put some synth on it or whatever, and it could have gotten removed too. Could have gotten a copyright strike from that too. Again, how do we know for a fact it was a copyright strike? I, I don't know. Does anyone know for a fact he actually even got a copyright strike? We don't know. Um, the um, how, how, how do I want to put this? The, the morals, the moral compass of this person's not the not going to be beyond lying when they're fine with leaking someone's work on the internet illegally. Uh, doesn't just doesn't tell me I, I should trust this person. I don't know when the only thing I know about them is that they leaked someone else's work early and are proud of it. Uh, I'm sure you're a lovely person, but that just me not knowing you doesn't, doesn't really, I'm not going to just believe anything you say after that for sure. Now here's the second thing that gets me. Let's go and look at psycho Myers channel. And again, I'm not trying to put him on the spot or whatever. I'm sure. You're a great guy. A bunch of people do this shit. A bunch of people go through and they do this stuff. You know, it happens all the time. I'm not saying you're a terrible person. I'm just saying I don't personally agree with your choices. That's all I'm saying. So not trying to shit on this person. But let's go and look at their YouTube channel. Okay? Let's have a look at it. One thing that's a big red flag to me for Psycho Myers here. Psycho Myers, again, being the alleged YouTube that says he leaked the, he leaked the score and that it's real. What's the first thing? On his trailer, on his channel. Halloween Kills main theme, my version. The shape rises or whatever. Let's go look at all of his uploads. His channel is literally fan mixes. Fucking up this screen. His channel's literally fan mixes of Halloween songs. Halloween Kills, new screenshots, and then the comic book soundtrack, true form. Halloween Kills, my version. Halloween Kills, fan soundtrack, my version. Halloween Kills, Haddonfield hunts the shape, my version. Halloween Kills, fan soundtrack. The guy's YouTube channel is literally fan-made soundtracks. So, I don't know. To me, if you do a little bit of digging and just a little bit of research... It's pretty easy to believe that this guy just uploaded his own music, used some of Carpenter's scores, and if it did get copyright stricken, that's why. Uh, but he just uploaded it and said it was the Halloween Kills League soundtrack to get some views or to get some just, just to fuck with people, well, just whatever. Really possible. Not saying he did that. Again, could have been real. We'll never know because the shit got taken down. Uh, but if you put a gun to my head, I think it's bullshit. I think it's grade A baloney, mister. That's just my personal opinion. What do you guys think? Do you think this leak was real? Or based on this evidence here, the guy that posted it being someone who literally makes Halloween fan soundtracks as his YouTube is telling the truth and that it actually got leaked. And again, it would go a little bit of ways if I had some proof that it got removed by, by a copyright strike. We've never had a copyright strike on this channel. It's pretty hard to actually get those. Uh, but I don't know. I, uh, do they suspend your account for a couple days? It would be weird that... And also, it would be weird if you actually did that, if you illegally did this, okay? This is the other thing. If you illegally went and you somehow found John Carpenter's score for Halloween and you leaked it online and just put it on YouTube 
it would be very odd to me that you'd be after they copyright you'd be like yeah that shit was real i did that hey that was me hey ah, i see my name there that was me everybody i broke the law hi it's just i don't know it seems to me like you would do that if that was your music and you're just trying to get people to listen to it which i get it man youtube's a fucking grind it's hard to get your name, it's hard to get your name out there i don't i don't agree with the way you went about it if that's what you did wouldn't be the first fucking time someone did some shit like that there's fake leak shit all the time and hey Again, not trying to shit on this person. There's a human being in the world. And you could be a kid, you know? I, I don't know. But I don't believe it. That's all I'm saying. I just don't believe it. Uh, Anthony Stamp says, I had Halloween 2018 spoiled for me because I listened to the soundtrack beforehand and the last track was titled The Shape Burns. <laughs> well, hey, man. I would have just been like, hey, you could be taking a hot shit. Maybe it ends after like a, a night at Taco Bell. The Shape Burns could be a lot. But I'm sure as soon as you saw that fire go off, you're like, like Rick Dalton and fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was was uh was Anthony Stamps in the theater. Shape burns. Fuck. I knew it. <laughs> it's just it, it's cool that the series is so popular now that people are just going all the way out, like making up shit left and fucking right. News stories, fucking scripts, like all this shit. I'm glad that Halloween's so goddamn popular and we all care so fucking much. But if he did leak it, that sucks. I hope that nobody got anything ruined for them. Uh, I really do. I hope nobody saw that, got anything ruined for them, and I hope that's not real because I don't want anybody to have the movie ruined for them. I want them to be able to enjoy it, for sure. Um, but yeah, what do, you, what do you guys think? I see a lot of it's bullshits. But I, again, I, I saw some people online before I went and did a little bit of digging, which again, it was like 20 minutes of, of, of scooting around the internet. But... Before I saw anything, I saw a whole lot of people going, oh, it's fucking real. It's fucking real. And, you know, apparently it was good enough to fool people if it was fake. So you got you got, you got got something going there for you, Psycho Myers, if you made all this shit up. Again, I don't agree with it, but you must not be terrible at what you're doing. So keep it up. Maybe, maybe just go your own way and, you know, just do some legit shit. But, hey. No press is bad press is what they say, right? Austin, thanks, buddy. Says, can I get some well wishes for my dog, Cochise, who had to stay at the vet tonight for pancreatitis? It sucks here with Adam. Sorry to hear that, Austin, man. Um, I love that name, by the way. Cochise is an awesome name for a dog. Uh, uh, cheers to Cochise, man. Hope he gets out healthy and is there to lick your face tomorrow. Or very soon, at the very least. Um, <clears throat> so that's the only Halloween Kills news. There's also a story floating around that that someone said it was going to be on Netflix, but I, I couldn't find anything to even really tie that to. Um, I don't know what that was. That it was so. I think somebody said. I think I saw that it, it was going to be on. There's a rumor that it's going to be on Netflix like two weeks after release or something like that. But again, there was nothing solid at all to back that up that I could find anywhere. So it's not really worth. Just someone said it somewhere. So that. Could it be? Maybe. It'd be kind of weird, though. Universal just made this deal with Peacock that it would be on Netflix, not Peacock or somewhere else. And and again, you know what's scary for Halloween Kills is that whew, this fucking Delta shit coming up, man, and everything getting crazy again. I do know this. If theaters are closed, we are getting Halloween on streaming. Halloween Kills will come out. Jason Blum said it himself. He's like, you can cut my arm off. Shit's coming out. I think he said that about this one. Maybe that was the last one. But he definitely said it was coming out for sure. So if theaters get closed because of Delta and all this dumb shit going on, uh, we're getting Halloween Kills either way. 
which is kind of nice. I, I'd rather I, at first I said no, I'll wait a year to see it in theaters. But now I'm saying I ain't waiting another fucking year. <laughs> I will watch that shit on a fucking on like a, 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 a one of those tiny football TVs your dad used to watch the game on when your mom made him go to Bed Bath and Beyond. He'd buy that fucking antenna TV and just set it in the truck and sit out there watching it. I will watch Halloween Kills on that shit. I will watch Halloween Kills like we used to watch porno back in the day, just looking for a nipple between all of the goddamn things. I will watch it however the fuck you'll give it to me. If they close theaters down, I don't think they can. I just don't think that they can. Um, I think we'll see it in the theater for sure. Um, but maybe they do release it somewhere a couple weeks later. I wouldn't be surprised. I just don't know where that came from at all. Couldn't, couldn't find it. But Spiral Sky Project says, spoilers, Michael lays an egg. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of shows like, spoilers, Michael Myers will kill people in this movie. Um, let's see. What do we got here? What are you guys saying about? The official score isn't out there, says Drew Harry. Accept it. People, y'all got duped. It's hard to tell, man. Um... Crystal says it's fake. Iron Wolf says probably fake, but I never listened to it. I never heard it either. Even th- but even if I heard it, people are so fucking good at what they do. Have you seen some of these fan trailers and some of these this fan music and like all that stuff that's out there? Like, I, there's so much shit that's so good, it's good enough to be in the movie. And that's what I was saying about the Psycho Myers guy. I think it sucked that that this happened. Whether you leaked it or didn't, it's still kind of shitty. But it was good enough to make people believe it was real. So like, people are really good at this shit. So I wouldn't blame anybody for listening to it and thinking it was real, but you just gotta, these days you really gotta fucking do some, some looking around, man. You really do. Tomo says, spoilers, Mike is a beefcake. With the beefcake pantyhose, kill the headlights and put it in neutral. Stock car driver with a cruise control. That's a Beck song. It's a good song. I like it a lot. Ryan Kitty says, oh, there will be blood. Um... But yeah, that's that's the Halloween Kills news, man. I wish it was something fun or like a picture we could look at, but no, it's just shitty fucking leaks. People are thirsty for these goddamn movies, man. And guys, that is... I, I only have one more thing to talk about tonight, man. I only got one more thing to talk about. Uh, well, two more things, but one more little news story to talk about here real quick. And this is just for our action movie fans out there. Sylvester Stallone tweeted this picture of the ring from Expendables 4. One ring to rule them all. I don't think it's that nice, but that's not the point. The point is, he says, just finished the designing the new ring for Expendable 4. He forgot the S. <laughs> he forgot the S in Expendables. But the, the new ring for Expendable 4. It's a little heavy, but it'll definitely put some muscles on your fingertips. Um, so that's, that's official confirmation. They're, they're legit in at least pre-production on Expendables 4. So if you're like me, that's fucking exciting. I know Expendables 3 blew ass, but it did have Mel Gibson in it. And he was a pretty cool bad guy. And even that movie had little moments in it, but Expendables 2, I thought rocked the shit. Jean-Claude Van Damme was awesome in it. Uh, Dolph Lundgren and all them were in it. And I liked Expendables 1 enough. So I'm excited as an action movie fan, like so many of you guys are, not these action movies fans. Uh, Expendables 4 should be cool. I'm excited to see that shit for sure. Um, but, uh, scary teller says the anticipation for Halloween kills is driving people a little crazy. It's almost here thinking about Jay cheers. Uh, we all are scary. Appreciate that, man. Thanks. But yeah, man, I think that's, I think that's what it is. You know, I I think it's such a, it's cool that people care. I was, uh, so I did this thing today. I, I did this like, uh, 
hour and a half long meeting. I'm a part of the the Patreon Ambassadors program, which is a bunch of people who are on Patreon and they do a meeting once a month with the people who run Patreon, the content people, the people who are behind the scenes of Patreon doing everything that they do. And you just get together once a month and you talk and you talk, they talk to you about what works for your channel. They talk about their new stuff that's going on. You try to make Patreon better for your Patreons. And I really love the company Patreon. Um, they're a big reason why we're still here, just like all of our Patreons uh, are. With everything going on with YouTube, just dicking us left and right. So I was, I'm really proud to be a part of that program and doing that with them. But it's just like something uh, we were talking about today is... <clears throat> I, t- I remember telling them, I w- they break you off into little groups and you have to explain who you are to people. And I told somebody, I was like, yeah, it was weird, man. I was like, we, we've been a channel for 10 years. Um, I just started doing this full time two years ago. It's just around my two year anniversary now for doing it full time. And I was like, it was weird because I don't really know how to explain what we do because we've been all over the place and we've been doing this shit for f- so long. Uh, we've done everything. We've done superheroes. We've done everything. But I was like, it was weird because... We talked about this Halloween franchise that we loved and was near and dear to our harps for a couple years. And out of nowhere, lucky us, a Halloween movie is announced. And it's fucking huge. So many people give a shit. And what happened? We've got tons of Halloween content that we've been working on for years that, for the most part, nobody really watched. You know what I mean? Not, Not high numbers of people watched. And then when it came out, we were just... We were just in a good place in the bus. We were close to the front of the bus, driver's seat of the bus uh, for Halloween content. So when it was a trending topic, we were right there. And in 2018, I was like, our channel just like, uh, uh, for at least at our, from where we were at the time, you know, probably getting like on, on a general video, getting 177 views. And we had a couple videos that went a little viral or skits and stuff, but a general everyday video getting not many views at all. We went from doing that to just like doing really, really well. And thank God Patreon was there too uh, at the same time. And it just all did really well for us. So I'm really thankful. I'm always rooting for the Halloween franchise to do well because it's amazing what the Halloween fans are like. They care so fucking much. And they're such a cool group of people. And just like the horror community in general, but specifically Halloween fans, I feel like just so passionate. And that's how me and Jay and Cody grew up, man. Like, I know you guys don't see Cody a lot on this channel, but we would sit around with him just before we ever did a YouTube channel. Like, this was this Michael Myers mask, the the one in four, just talking about every little detail, who made him, did all this stuff like that. And uh, I'm just happy. I'm happy Halloween's such a big deal. But as things get bigger, you will have the negative aspects of stuff that happened. You just saw what happened with us in our Facebook group. You know, like, I got a couple fucking people who are psycho nutbags. Um, there's, there's bad, there's darkness to everything that's good. And I think that's, what's going on with Halloween. You know, there's darkness to everything that's good. You got people leaking stuff. You've got people wanting to leak stuff. You've got people ruining the movie for people. Um, but it's just a sign that things are going good. And I think things are going good for Halloween. I think we're always appreciative of that. I will shut the fuck up now. I only have one more thing I want to talk about, um, before we go. Um, and that's, well, two more things, really. The first thing is this. I was super fucking nervous to do this stream tonight by myself. Um, as I've said a hundred times, this channel's not the same without Jay. It never will be as good without Jay. And Jay will be back, you know, obviously. Um, but huge hole tonight. It's just ginormous, ginormous hole. Ginormous. Ginormous hole uh, tonight, just not having Jay here. And I'm glad that it was. Uh, and the reason why is because... Uh, 
you know, I want my friend to be able to, to take care of himself um, and, and do what he has to do. And he's earned that. And it's beautiful that he's going to get a chance to, to take care of himself uh, because of you all. Uh, but I just wanted to say that I was hugely nervous to do this tonight, uh, knowing that that hole was going to be there. And I'm extremely just like, just fucking befuddled at you guys uh, for showing up. Cause I know it's not as entertaining and I know it's not, and it's, it's, it's not the same for me either, but you guys are showing up in such a big way and it's not about me. It's about Jay. So I don't want to talk about it too much, but I just want to say that I am deeply touched in my heart and I know he will be too. You guys still showed up tonight. You guys were amazing. You guys are amazing on the videos. You guys are amazing in your support of Jay. And it is just, it really is. It's touching. And, and we really appreciate it. We both do a whole lot. So I love you guys. And as much as I've just said, as much as you guys did for us tonight, I do want to ask you for one more little thing. Uh, as greedy as I am, uh, we, we also have another friend. Uh, our buddy Church Jackson lost his dad. And he uh, just, just needs a little bit of help. <clears throat> he needs a little bit of help uh, with the expenses, with everything going on uh, right now. And he has a GoFundMe. And I'm going to put the link for it down below and you know if you can't donate to it totally understand that's fine i'm gonna see if it'll let me put the link down in here uh it won't i want to go to the youtube thing right now and i'm gonna put it in the uh i'm gonna pin the comment so that the link's there and if you can't donate to it cool totally understand it totally get it church is an awesome guy and he loved his dad a whole fucking lot and he's one of us uh he's part of the wham fam um and, and he's a good dude and <clears throat> whoops I just that, talk about like fourth wall I just I did not mean to show you guys what I was clicking on just now I was just trying to go there and put the put the link to the comment um it won't let me fucking do it I'm gonna do it yeah, there we go there we go I'm gonna put the link right here that's the link to the GoFundMe. I just put it in the chat. Uh, if you guys would, even if you can't donate to it, totally understand. But if you would share it on your social media, uh, and then hopefully somebody that sees it and they, and, they, and they can help out or whatever, uh, just just want to you know do for him uh, like you guys do for us. And uh, <laughs> someone said I'm 13. Quit cursing. <laughs> um, and uh, it's on Twitter as well. It's on our Twitter and our Facebook. Uh, Adrian said he saw my porn. I've been in many. Um, that's not surprising. I'm very good at porn, very good at it, and my, you know, uh, I've always been told if you're good at something, don't do it for free, which is why I spread my butt cheeks for 99 cents on OnlyFans. JGC Vincent thanks says thanks for the content, been a tough week. You guys keep me going. Thanks for everything. Always appreciate it. It was some really good um, guys. So thanks. Same dude. Same same. Uh, you guys you guys are fucking amazing. I don't know how to say it any other way. And again, I don't want to rattle on. I just want to say from Jay. For me, you guys are the fucking best, man. You're the best community ever, and thanks for making tonight so much goddamn fun. Um, love you guys, and I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. And please, like I said, if you would, guys, click on that link and, and just just to at least share it if you don't mind. We love you.